All right, hello everyone, and welcome to episode six, I believe, of the page by page campaign in Carpe DM. I, unless I lost count of what episode it is, pretty sure it's six. Yeah. And just to do a quick recap, in our last episode, our super cool and underground adventurers explored deeper into the Underdark and faced a battle against two hook horrors, which they barely survived. They were found and questioned by a small group of drow warriors that included, of all people, an old friend of Fetrel's named Shamira. After proving they weren't a threat, the party was offered rest in what sanctuary that could be had at the outpost of Forward Gate, a watch guard against threats that might emerge from the mysterious ruins the group had just made their way out of. They soon learned that the town was not only missing its high priestess and leader, but was besieged by some sort of mysterious monster that seemed to defy any attempts at defeating it for good. After facing down this monstrous foe, they seemed to be that seemed to be a humanoid figure made entirely out of a swarm of bees. The crew regroups to come up with a better solution. And that's where we're gonna pick up. And where we're actually gonna pick up is after you guys kinda attacked this strange bee monster, it dissipated, kinda flew off into like the middle of nowhere and nothingness. And I think your uh, your man Durden, who was there with you, was just like, yep, that's what it does every time. That's why we haven't been able to kill the thing. It just kind of flies apart every time we think we've killed him and then comes back the next day. Uh, and I think after that, you guys were, you know, pretty tired and pretty hurt. So we're, we're just going to say, like, you got to regroup, you got to spend some time in town, you had a hot meal, uh, you got to rest and level. And in doing so let's basically say you had a long rest and you're staying another night uh, in kind of the barracks or what passes for the tavern here in the town of Forward Gate. And we're going to jump in in the middle of the night and everybody's asleep. But I have a question first. Yes. Can I have retroactively at some point asked Durden, you know, like before we went to bed or whatever, if, have they ever tried not engaging the bee in combat, the bee monster? Does it does it just kind of wander about and go away, or have they always engaged it? Uh, no, he, he, he will let you know that, I mean, this thing has only been showing up for roughly a week or so now. It's only come by like five or six times. However, uh, anytime it shows up, it just starts randomly attacking people, whoever it's closest to. And so they, they feel like they don't really have a choice because it's, you know, actively attacking the townsfolk. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but they, they, they seem to have tried a lot of things. However, just to, to jump in, middle of the night, we're all asleep. And Chris? Yes, sir. I know you're trying to get going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just with, yeah. the, with the sleep, I, as the elf, I would... Um, just be doing my my kind of quick meditation, like my limited amount that I need to do. Correct. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we can jump to you in a second if we if we want to. I mean, if you want to do anything else while everybody else is like passed the fuck out. Uh, I'm not going to jump to do anything, but I just want you to know that I, I might be prepared if you're trying to hijack our asses. Uh, correct. And <laughs> I, I, I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it that time. Um, John, though, John, you're having some very vivid dreams. And John, you're dream you're dreaming of being back in the town that you grew up in. And what is that called, John? Ah, uh, yes, uh, Hammerfell. Hammerfell. The original. 
you're dreaming you're back in the town of Hammerfell, and there's this scene of chaos that is just unfolding before you. And like you're in the main drag of the town, and people are running to and fro. And it, it's, you know, there's a couple buildings that are on fire. And, you know, there's, there's people calling for guards to come and, and et cetera. And you don't know what's caused this. But you're, you're, you're dreaming, you know, you've, you've been dropped into the middle of just like this scene of terror. And you hear some people screaming about a monster that's attacked. And, and then suddenly you, you, you look down and you, and you see that you're decked out in like a set of full plate mail. And you've got a helmet and a shield. And you, you, you seem to be dressed in the, the same kind of armor that like, uh, you know, knights would be dressed in that are, are, are protecting the Lord's Keep here. And you're looking around and trying to figure out what's going on. And, and then uh, somebody runs up to you. And it's a dwarf who's also wearing this full sort of plate mail. This is the same armor that you're wearing. And he, his helmet's up, and, you're, and you recognize this dwarf. And his name is Kodrak. And this is, you know, of course it's Kodrak. It's an old friend of yours. It's somebody that you have, have been working with for, for years at this point. And even before that, like, it's a small town. Like, you were, you were friends and acquaintances beforehand. And Kodrak runs up to you and says... John, John, it, it, it's, it's worse than we thought. Like, the monster, it came and... We thought it was just attacking randomly, but... But it, it, the, 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 Lord's, the, the Lord's daughter, it, it, it kidnapped her. It's taken her, John. It's taken her. She's gone. We, 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 we have to go after it. What do you do? Well, if this is a dream, uh, I guess I'm going after him. Uh, following him. Well... And, uh, and, and you start running, and, and before you get too far, he stops you and says, but wait, wait, John, I know, look, I know it's hard for me to admit this, but you've always been the best of us. Like, you've always, you've always been the strongest, and I, I, I think if anybody's going to take this and go after this thing, it should be you. And you see him reach behind to his back, and he takes off this, uh, this scabbard with this very elaborate sword hilt in it. And he hands it out to you, and he says, this, this, I managed to grab this from the, uh, the armory as, as we ran out, and it, it, it's something that we've had for a long time, and we've been saving for, like, it's just such an emergency, but I think, I think you should take this, and just take, take the sword. Take the sword, John. And, uh, then you go ahead and make a, uh, a wisdom saving throw. All right. Please don't fail me now. Where is wisdom? It's right there. There we go. Got it. Alphabetically okay. under W. Yeah, so that that's a, that's a nine. So you like don't really realize this is a dream. It's not like a lucid thing yet. And you just reach out and you just grab the sword. And you, you grab the scabbard and you, you kind of take the sword out of it just to look at it because you've never seen this thing before. And it's this very elaborate sword with like a silver sheen to it. And all down the blade, there's this engraving of a bunch of feathers. And as soon as you see that, you recognize this. I mean, oh, of course, this is, this is the feather blade. This is, this is something that a wizard uh, that was traveling through uh, kind of awarded the lord of your town for helping with a problem years ago. And, you know, it's this enchanted sword that he said not to use unless it was your time of your greatest need. Uh, and nobody's really sure all of what it does, but it's a very uh, it's a very powerful artifact. And you take this sword, 
And then you start running with Kodrak. And because time is weird and dreams, like before you know it, suddenly you're not in the middle of the town anymore. And you find yourself kind of in this clearing that's just outside of town in the woods. And in the clearing, you, as you stumble into it, you hear this amazingly loud uh, droning sound. And it just seems like white noise coming from everywhere. And you look up and you see it. And there's this monster, and it's the size of a dragon, but it's a giant, giant honeybee. Hmm. And it's this huge, huge, huge bee. And it, it's got, like, this, you know, traditionally bees have six legs. It's got six legs, and its middle two legs, it's got wrapped around, uh, you know, not the princess, but, like, the lord's daughter, like, the, his pride and joy. Um, you know, this this young lady that every man in the town wants to wants to be with and marry, and she's like, you know, she is gripped tightly and she's screaming, but held by this giant bee monster. And what are you, what are you doing here? Well, is the bee flying like up, up in the air, high, high, or is uh, it it, it's pretty low. It looks like it's, it's about to take off. Like it might be like five feet off the ground, but okay. it... well, first uh, I shout out, honey, I'm home. And then I run and swing <laughs> my sword uh, and do my best to hack at the leg, one of the legs that is uh, one of the middle two legs. Yeah, uh, and because this is the dream, you don't get to roll on hits. You just hit it, and you take this magical sword out, and you feel power coursing through you. And you swing it at one of the middle two legs, and it goes clean through, and the leg just kind of flies off falls to the ground, the bee monster loses its grip on uh, the, the daughter, and she, she falls. It's not very high, so she's okay. And you hear this incredibly loud screeching sound from the bee, and then it disappears, and the daughter disappears, and everything goes away, and you wake up. And you wake up, and you're not in the bed you were sleeping in, and you're, you're kneeling on the floor, and you're kneeling on the floor uh, kind of next to where Solgard was sleeping, and you notice you also have two things in your hands, and and one of the things is uh, a quill that was that was sitting on a nightstand next to next to one of the cots you were sleeping on, and you have a quill pen in your right hand, and your left hand is on Solgard's bag, and that's where you are. Is it? Is it like a duplicate of Solgrid's bag, or am I somehow holding on to his actual satchel? His actual satchel that was next to him as he's sleeping. Okay. Um, is uh, Solgrid around for me to ask if I can dip my hand inside of his satchel? Um, I mean, he, he's, a, he's asleep right now, and because he, he can't make it tonight out of character, we're going to say that he's just going to be real deep asleep for quite some time. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, hmm. Is there anything special about the quill? Uh, no. It's just, a, it's just a normal quilt pen that was just kind of laying around on, uh, on top of one of these tables that are, that are in this room that's been made up as a makeshift sleeping quarters for you guys. <sighs> Is there anything that's sort of calling out to me from Solgrid's bag? Uh, you're, yeah, you're pretty sure there is. It, All sorry, right. I just read Carrick's message in the chat that I'm trying to figure out here. 
<laughs> if I tip for that, <laughs> it's um, Cool. All right. Uh, well, um, I mean, you 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 know very well that Solgrid's bag is the one that has the uh, mysterious sheet of paper that you guys found in the vault in the temple um, that previously you had interactions with. Forgot about that. Don't touch oh. it. Be careful. You can touch it, but be careful. Oh. God. Um, who is awake at this point in our group? Uh, I mean, I believe Yaku is in a trance. He's in a little meditation right now, so he's he's sort of like half awake. Uh, would I be able to first apologize to Solgrid for violating his privacy and grab a I mean, piece he, of paper? He, he's real asleep, so sure. Okay, sweet. Grab the uh, piece of paper and bring it? Oh. Would, would his magical... Oh, oh, okay, so you're going into the bag and grabbing the piece of paper out of it? Yeah. The magical okay. Oh, okay. Um make make another wisdom save. Uh yeah, you you grab it and nothing happens. The first time you grab this thing, you like passed out and you had this vision where you met this uh you know, this jolly fellow named Roger who, you know, just charmed you and wined and dined you and tried to get you to help him uh in whatever his quest that he was on. This time you know, that, that jolly Roger. Yeah, that Jolly Roger. Uh, this time, that doesn't happen, and you remain completely awake, but as you grab the paper, you just feel power out of it. And you feel an intense desire to, to take the quill that's in your hand and write it out. And you just know. You just know that if you wrote something on this that you really wanted, it would happen. Am I in the room? You're asleep. Can I like wake up? <laughs> you're gonna will yourself because awake. He's about to do a dumb thing. Uh, no, you're asleep. I'm about to do a dumb thing. Fuck you, he, he, Daniel. He can, he can do what he can. He can pick what he does. I mean, I let him, he gets to do is make his own decisions. Yeah, yep. but I don't want to do something that like I'm, I don't want to add like monkey's paw this whole thing and doom the group to uh, two days down the road. Mm-hmm. You do you. I mean, it's D&D. Do, uh, that's part of the game. Yeah. It's well, up to you. Well, we, got the, we got the angel and the devil over here. We gotta shut up. We're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. WWVD, what would John do? Yep. What are you doing here, John? God, I don't know. Out of character, I have no freaking clue. <laughs> um... Like what? I uh, I don't. I feel. God, I don't know. Is it possibly get that feather scabbard and write that down? Um. Or I okay. see. I don't know what. Like, what exactly am I able to write down? Can I write? You can write. Out, like, you can write anything you want to. Anything you want. I mean, mm. as, as long as you actually know the language that you're trying to write in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, fine. I'm going to write down... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm asleep. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm talking to my yeah. sleep. Yep. <laughs> write down Feather Scabbard from, uh, uh, from the dream. Okay. That was a sigh of disappointment. 
Um, no, that was a sigh of me not expecting you to do that. So I'm trying to figure out what that what that does. Um, I, I don't know what you were expecting. Like, I, I, am I supposed to? I don't. I don't know either. I, it wasn't that though. Um, I would have done the same thing, honestly. Probably. Okay. <laughs> can or I told redo? the B guy to mess off? Well, I mean, oh, did you... can only write one thing, or can you just go at it? And... I mean, you can you can write whatever you want on there. Like, oh, okay. it's Fantastic. a piece of paper. You have a pen. You can write but down did, anything. Did we get a warning, guys? Does anyone remember about some like warning we got about like temptations and offering things? And oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay. You know what? Ah. The big statue <laughs> said the things. Yeah. I mean, are we are we going all in, Daniel? Are you? Is this what you're writing on there? You know what? No, I'm gonna hold off until everyone else is awake so I can confer with them. All right, I, I I'm being nice and letting you do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Brad would be so mad right now. <laughs> He'd be like, "You guys oh. were asleep. You shouldn't have said anything." No, I'm just kidding. Brad, oh, you're I, awesome. I'm totally. Oh, I need the help. Oh, especially since he was, uh, it, it was in his bag. Yeah, he'd be pissed. His okay, satchel. so <laughs> don't yeah. touch my sack. Yeah. <laughs> God, if I had a nickel for every time you said that to me. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Sounds like my honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> don't <it, Jeff. laughs> Oh man, we're all like twelve. Okay, so anyway, you're waiting. Let's just say if you're doing that then you end up like resisting the temptation here. You put the piece of paper down, you put the quill down, you go back to bed. Uh, that was fun. Cool. It's a, it's the next morning or whatever passes for morning down here. Cause there's no sunlight. Everybody's up and about be free. Yeah, I'm going to go find some food. Cool. Fetchel's going to go find some food. John, are I'm... you are, are approaching anybody about this? Yeah. Uh, is everybody going to be in the same general area or do I, or, uh, I mean, whilst everybody's waking up, yeah, either here in this, uh, this back room that you're sleeping in or probably, you know, downstairs in like the mess hall where like there's, you know, I, it's probably not a time that there's a meal being served because you guys are on a completely different, like internal schedule than everybody else that lives in this town is. However, you can probably go down there and, uh, you know, Find some, find some food. You can rustle something up. Right. Head down there, and I tell whoever's around me while we're eating uh, about the dream, the quill, and uh, the paper, and that something, uh, something's feeling a bit funny there. Uh, cool. You guys are probably all there, so feel, feel free. Um, y- you... Do remember the big statue telling you that that thing was going to tempt us, right? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I didn't. Uh, I'm glad I uh, resisted that. I and um, ha, ha, uh, I'm sorry, out of character. Did he tell us about his little vision of Jolly Roger? Uh, I'm pretty yeah, sure I did. he did. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So you think that that might be Roger's influence? I mean, if Roger came from the paper the first time, I I don't see any reason why Roger or any one of his uh, if he has any cohorts, so to speak, would uh wouldn't be behind it. Yeah. Um, in your dream, is this any of like real stuff that you actually have memory of? No, uh, only 
Only John, the dwarf. John, have you ever fought a giant bee monster? <laughs> no, 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 actually, I haven't. <laughs> Only Kodrak. I mean, Kodrak and everything else was real, but uh, the bee and the daughter were not. Was the sword real? That I don't know. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to chime in and say no, it's not. That's not anything you've ever seen before. Okay, yeah, yeah, I figured not since it was in case of emergency and I hadn't actually fought the bee monster. Fascinating. Do you, think, do you think that that might be something from from Roger, the the dream? I mean, I think so. Anybody else is welcome to chime in, but like I definitely think that that's like going to be like a somewhat we we need to start passing the paper around between other people because we can't trust you, John. Uh, but you know, look, I resisted. I, I I said I was tempted, but I resisted. Can you guys remind me who Roger is? Roger is the paper, like the when when John r- walked up and grabbed the paper, and he was like flirted with by a hot guy in his right. brain because he failed his wisdom save. That was Roger. Got it. Did the no, bee communicate Roger. to you in the dream? <laughs> no. Nope, nope. Just screamed and disappeared when I uh, sliced off, mm. sliced off the leg. Mm, how unfortunate. What did the What did the the daughter look like? Uh, so I, I got to jump in here and say, um, I mean, she's pretty hot. Um, it's like young, probably nineteen twenty ish. You know, blonde. I don't know whatever, whatever John's really into. Okay, green dress. Save there. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I don't want to. I don't. I want to. I don't. I don't want to talk about John's uh, sexual preferences uh, for him. So you know, whatever he finds really attractive. Any port in a storm. Yeah. So basically, anything. She could be like a. She could be like a five ten, and he'd be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I'm sailing background. <laughs> That's not even that tall. God damn, that was good. Nice. Wow. Uh, hey, Kristen, how tall are you? Just what? What? <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just being a, being a devil's advocate. I'm being a douche now. I'm totally kidding. Wow. Okay. <laughs> sorry. sorry, Chris. Uh, uh, I thought it was funny. My bad. Totally kidding. Was... I'm going to shut up now. Oh, that was good. Uh... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Chris, how tall are you? Um, depends on which convenience store I'm leaving, but generally, uh, <laughs> you rob a lot of convenience stores lately. Not lately, please, now. please leave this in the edit. It's <laughs> <laughs> also five seven, we're the uh, same height. Yeah, that one. Okay, I don't, I don't like girls that are taller than me either. All right, so getting back to <laughs> what we were talking about, yeah, cool. All right, so we had the stream. So I had this dream, and it's a bee. And I'm going to point out, look, I'm not the sharpest uh, tool in the shed, but there was a bee in my dream, and we just fought a bee guy. And the bee in my dream is probably connected to Roger on the paper. So that in, there's a possibility that there is a connection between whoever this Roger character is and this place's trouble with uh, Captain Buzz. So you're saying Roger's a bee now? No, I'm saying, well, now you put that in my head. 
<laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. I just turn just my head around and just start pondering quietly. Is he? All right. Um, <laughs> if if this conversation is going nowhere, uh, we could probably move on. Let's. I, I'm really, I'm really upset that Solgrid isn't here to offer his thoughts on what happened. Uh, however, he's not. So it's a new day. Uh, there's been no appearance yet of your B friend. The town is on edge, and everybody's kind of tense because, you know. Again, it's been about a week since this started. Uh, some new folks showed up, and you know, you this town does not get visitors. This is a very rare occurrence, and so like everybody almost wants to eye you suspiciously because like you you show up around the exact same time this monster does, and a lot of people think that's uh, kind of suspicious. And so I think most of the townsfolk are kind of standoffish, except for, you know, a few of, like, the guardsmen and, like, the guys that found you and whatnot. And, you know, Shamira, who is trying to tell people that you're a good guy, Fetral, and he's vouching for you. But, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where you are. I mean, my goal you... is going to be to go look for Shamira and talk to her about this bee thing. So I don't know what anyone else is doing, but that's what Fetral is going to be doing. Okay, so that's what Fetral's doing. That's a scene we can do. What, is, what does anybody else want to do? I'd like to um, walk outside. And are there any, are there, is there any sort of like animals or creatures or anything around in here, insects that I... Uh, I mean, so we're in the Underdark. The insects aren't really like much of a thing. Like there's some cr cave critters. Like a lot of the stuff that lives down here is like real dangerous and they clear it out of any kind of civilized area. However, there's probably some uh, some like lizards, um, maybe a few like really benign bats that are flying around that you could you could talk to. Uh, you know, things you'd find in a cave: lizards, bats. Uh, you know, there's some cave centipedes. I'm not sure how helpful they would be, but things like that. I, th I think I'm going to find a bat and. Uh just for the sake of efficiency, also a lizard, um, depending on what kind of information I get. And I'm going to use um, one charge from my staff to speak with animals when I get the opportunity. And I'm going to inquire uh, specifically about the bees as any information they may have. And more uh, importantly, I guess, would be if they know where they're coming from. Okay, that's that's good. All right, so I have Fetral wanting to talk with Shamira. I have Yaku wanting to go interrogate a bat. Uh, does anybody else want to do something specific? Do the guards that are somewhat friendly to us, the few of them, uh, were they also there for the whole uh, bee thing? Oh yeah, they've 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 lived here for years. They've they've been around. Okay, uh, I'd like to go up to them and inquire a bit. Okay, so John wants to talk to the guards about this, um, which is everybody but Shamira because she's in that group too. Cool, um, Moshe, what are you what are you doing during this whole thing? Um, I'm I'm really curious if John was able to make my necklace. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, he's uh, I'm letting him slumber. Um. Are there uh, 
Are there any like merchant type tents or um, places yeah. that have like supplies and things like that? There's a couple. Um, I mean, this isn't really like a place that does a lot of trade. So anything that any like there's not really much of an economy here. However, there's probably a couple folk that uh, that are basically suppliers for like the town and the militia that would be able to sell some things. Uh, mostly food, like some basic goods. Like there's a there's a blacksmith in town that does like armor and, and weapons for the militia that you could talk to for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's probably maybe one or two people in town that. It, it depends. What do you what are you looking for? I guess is is what I'm trying to get at. Um, I guess I was looking for maybe, um, like potions or things that could be used, um, that would benefit like battle or adventuring in general. Um, okay, yeah. yeah, there's there's a guy you could talk to about that. Um. Cool. So we have four different things we want to do, and you guys are splitting up. So I'm going to try to do this really quickly, because uh, that's the only way this works. And just to go really quick one by one uh, and do maybe like a three-minute conversation with everybody just to keep things moving. Uh, so in order that I think that we're supposed to go, Fetral, first you said you were going to talk, talk to Shamira. So you go and find her and you know she's on duty she's working right now and i think after you know the events of last night there's a lot of the you know normally there's like patrols that uh, that go around the perimeter uh that secure the pathways that go into and out of forward gate the the town here and there's quite a few of those However, I think everybody's kind of pulled inward because nobody's really sure what's going to happen with this bee dude. And so you find her um, with Durden and with a couple of the others. Um, so she's with Durden. She's with Ilzen, who is the ranger that was with them when they found you guys. And they're also with uh, Gretlunk, uh, the deep gnome um, wizard who was guarding the gate when you guys first came in. And so there's, there's a group of the four of them and they're kind of by the gate as you enter the town and you go up and approach Shamira. How, how's this go? All right. So I, um, Durden has authority over Shamira, right? Correct. He's, he's basically, you know, he, he is the captain of the watch here in the town. Like he's, he's the main kind of guy. All right. Then I'm going to greet Shamira and out of respect for her being in a working environment, I'm going to address Durden with my questions, but I'm going to like make my presence known to Shamira so that if she wants to join in on the conversation, she can. Okay. So it'll be her choice if she joins in on the conversation. But I don't want to, like, go in and talk to her and have Durden be like, you're supposed to be working, hon. You're, you're very professional. I try. You know, I got to respect my friends. And Shamira, we're old friends. Uh, yeah, old friends. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so what, what, are your, what are your questions? How do you, what do you approach Durden with here? All right. So, um, Durden, hail. 
Um, can you tell me more about the leader of yours who has dis has been missing for the last week or so and whether or not you think that her disappearance has something to do with this bee folk? He says, honestly, honestly, I don't know. I know Nazra is very powerful. She's been around for hundreds of years. She's, she's old. She's wise. She's got a lot of power, and she didn't go alone. There's an escort with her of four of the most well-trained guards that we have. And there are very few things in this part of the Underdark that would pose any threat to them whatsoever. So if, if they were delayed because something, gods forbid, attacked them, and I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about what could do that. But we've... We fought this thing with the bees a, a few times now, and, and while we can't kill it, I don't think it's that strong, and I don't think something like that could pose any kind of serious threat to Nazra, so I, I, I really don't think they're related. You don't think they're related, but the bee's only been showing up since she's gone. Well, I mean, she's been gone longer than, they, than the guy showed up for, and like uh, she was going on a diplomatic mission out to to one of the closer major cities and uh, she she was gone about a week and a half ago and it wasn't until probably three or four days after she left that uh that this thing started showing up this is what we upper world call correlation um but with that said he gives you a dirty I, look but, but what yeah. did Shamira do um she uh, make a perception check. Why? Should I do it at advantage because she and I are friends? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, I you it's it's... Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, there's an at 20 on advantage. I told you to roll advantage. And yeah, uh, Shamira just like, she tries really hard not to, but she rolls her eyes a little bit. And, and and just kind of smirks and then like really quickly just falls into like stone faced professional mode. But uh yeah. I'm gonna shrug at her and then um continue talking to to Durden. I yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me let me formulate. What would Nazra do if she was here? Would she be able to protect you from the bee monster friend? Look, I We've never faced a threat that's quite like this before. I'm assuming. Do you think that's because Nazra has been here? Possibly. We're we're not useless without her. We're a formidable force, and nothing has breached our gates in centuries. But something like this that can appear and disappear at will and seems to lack the ability to die, that's something different. I... I know she's powerful. I, I, but, but beyond that, she, she's wise. And she sees things and sees solutions to things that most of us would never come up with. And I think beyond uh, her power, that's what we need right now, is we need somebody who can think outside the box and figure out a way to, to deal with this. So... 
you don't think that this bee monster has anything to do with like what we told you about the lady getting into the temple and like all of that jazz? Look, it it might it might have something to do with that. It's a really weird but, coincidence uh, that this happened while Nazar's not here. Yeah. Um I, I, I want you to make a roll here and try to figure out what it is. I'm just gonna say make a Make a straight up charisma roll. Just roll roll on charisma, because I want to see like if he really wants to open up to you here. You're not trying to persuade him to do something, but Okay. Uh you got an eleven. So with that he he says Look, a lot of strange things have been happening lately. I don't I don't know if they're connected. It's the things that happen with that temple, they're above my pay grade. I, I am here to protect against threats. That's what I'm good at. But as to what's in there and what would come out of it and why somebody from, from the surface would want to go in there in the first place, I don't know. That's a question you have to ask Nasra if she comes back. Maybe she could tell you, but I, I'm just a guard. Durden... You're good at protecting against threats. I've witnessed this firsthand. Have you actually lost anyone to this bee monster? Ah, uh, we've had some close calls. Uh, nobody's nobody's died yet, but a couple of our uh, couple of our junior guardsmen have been hurt real bad. They're still uh, they're still in the infirmary. They're still getting treated for some some poison that they're dealing with. But poison. looks like they're going to pull through. Well, yeah. Well, you 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 get a thousand bee stings and see how well you do. Uh, I'd prefer not to. Actually, I try to keep <laughs> these away from me with like Thunderwave. But like, is this is this bee monster always appearing in the town center, or is it appearing other places? Uh, it's all over the place. Sometimes in the center, it's appeared in. It's appeared in. Uh, the temple it's appeared in various people's dwellings like okay, always appearing near specific people who is always there uh, as far as we can tell it's completely random damn it chris that's bad storytelling <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, good, it's good storytelling you yeah, just don't know, know what story i'm telling i know neither do you um okay all right. All so, right. Well, uh, that's really all. I'm. I'm going to acknowledge Shamira again as I leave, hoping that she'll come give me the other side of her story when she, when she's off duty. Cool. Uh, so we'll just cut there. We're gonna go to the next person who I believe was Yaku. You wanted to go and find a bat or alternatively a lizard to talk to, depending on what kind of information they can give you. Um, so sure, you can go, they're all over the place, and, you know, they're flitting about, but I think you can catch a bat long enough to kind of speak with animals and call out and be like, hey, what's going on? Uh, so yeah, Koo, how does this go? How do you approach this? Before I do that, I also want to encourage, um, Santiago to go, uh, investigate for us. Oh, man. Okay. Um, what, well, what do you want to have him do? Like, just, just ask, just see if he can find out the origin of, uh, like where where the bees go when they leave. Okay. Um, gosh, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. 
I mean, just it's on the back burner. Just know that, yeah. I, that like, I'm giving him that and like requesting him to do that. All right. <laughs> Since, all right, you know, I was gonna make you roll for him, but like Santiago is a is a strong independent crayfish. You don't need no man. So <laughs> <laughs> I I will roll an investigation check for him, which I I don't have a character sheet for a fucking crayfish. So I'm just gonna say, uh. <laughs> Gosh, we we know he likes to investigate glowing rocks. Uh, we do. I'm gonna say that he has a plus two for investigation. I'm just gonna roll this openly in the chat. Uh, we're gonna do. Man, that plus two. He gets a ten. He wanders off. Um, he'll come back eventually and and share what he's learned. But uh, yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, so I'm going to um, speak with a bat and. First, I will greet them and tell them what a lovely habitat they have. All right, so you, you find a bat flitting around and you manage to get one to stop long enough. And the bat says, I did, I did not have a bat voice prepared. I'll just be honest here. That's fine. Just, <laughs> I, I like your voice as it is, Chris. Always prepare a bat voice. I know, I know. I had a seagull voice prepared. Trust me. They call me Batty. My logic is erratic. <laughs> oh, he, he's not not a rapper because I can't commit to that. However, the bat stops and says, "Oh, hey, hey, yeah, th- thanks. It's a it's pretty good, pretty pretty great cavern. But the, what 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 brings you here? Um, the bees. What about the bees? Have they have they always been um so active and?" Violent? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, that, that's what I mean. We, we really, it's it's a cave. We don't really get a lot of bees down here. We get a lot of moths. Uh, things that like the dark. I mean, I've been up up to the surface a couple times. Uh, that's mainly at night, and I, I I've heard about bees. Uh, I, I haven't really seen a lot of them. But uh, this is this is new. Uh, definitely new. Definitely don't like them. Uh, tried to eat one. Didn't taste very good. Yeah. <laughs> we, they they seem to have um, moved into your location, and we've been asked to um, to get them to leave. Uh, that'd be great. You, yeah, they're they're pretty annoying. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Could, do you maybe know where they are coming from, or maybe you've seen where they retreat to? Oh, retreat to yeah. There's a uh, 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 we've seen it a few times, and they they they, they seem to go into a uh, some uh, some cracks. They go to some cracks in the cave that uh, that like you normal sized uh, well you know giant people. You you couldn't you couldn't really get to, but there's uh there's some cracks in the wall they they fly into and and and, and maybe if you looked around enough you you might find you might find a hole that's big enough for you guys to go through uh to, that goes uh kind of behind this wall over over there and over here and he, he flies off and like five ten seconds he flies back and says oh yeah I forgot you can't fly um well uh, I'll, I'll I'll follow you sir. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to fly slower. I'm not great at that, but I'll try to fly really, really slow. And he takes off and leads you off into 
uh, kind of a direction that leads past the the outskirts of the town. And I'm going to just like ping you on the map over here. And there's lots of there's a few roads leading out of Forward Gate can you, here. Can you do you mind pinging one more time? I didn't have the map. Uh, oh yeah, I hadn't actually done it yet either. Oh, uh, so there's a, few, there's a few roads laid out of Forward Gate here, and the one that he's taking you like you you and kind of this bat's like somewhere over in this general area, and he takes you like up past this and down here, and then realizes there's like a gate in your way, like a big wall in your way, and so. He 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 takes he flies around and takes you out a, a gate that's over the here that goes out on this road, and you exit out of there. And the guards at the gate kind of give you a weird look because you're just like this random dude that's following a bat. And you, as you walk out, uh, it, it goes into a a longer chamber. Like it's not as big and cavernous as the one that you're in, but it kind of narrows down. And becomes this kind of great hall that uh, goes on for for quite some way, and he takes you down through that, uh, not very far, and uh, brings you to the side of the cavern wall, where you can see uh, there's a few like slits in it that just look like kind of black cracks and voids that are maybe like a few inches wide, uh, that are all different levels of this. And you see, maybe they kind of lead somewhere, but yeah, there's there's very much nothing large enough for somebody your size to pass through. If only I could change shapes. Uh, I mean, you can if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to turn into. You know, I think t I think tonight it would be nice to be a gecko. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say you should be a bee, but I thought about being a bee, but. Uh, I can't fly, so I don't think that that would be... Or a bat. Maybe. Not yet. I can't, I can't be... fly. Gosh. Oh, uh, you can't, if you turn into an, an animal that you've seen, you don't... I, I'm, not, I'm not high enough level to... Yeah, to he'll, he'll get there eventually. Uh, I can swim, uh, finally. Nice. Uh, so. Yeah, so I'll, I'll turn into some sort of gecko, cave gecko creature, and uh, I'll start perusing and investigating all right fantastic uh so you crawl up and uh yeah you you gecko form you crawl up the wall you manage to go through one of these cracks and they're they're spacious for you as a gecko like no problem at all and getting through there and they go for quite a ways before they open up into not a large cavern, but definitely a larger space that is very, very dark. Uh, and I think probably as a gecko, you would have night vision. Like, I, I mean, there's, I know there's no rules for like gecko, but let's let, let let's assume you do. Um, so as an elf, I have it as well. Okay, so yeah, you you go into this kind of larger space that it opens up into, and you hear a surprise surprise very loud buzzing sound that is kind of coming from all over the place and as you look around i think you can probably see far enough to to see some swarms of bees that are kind of gathered about uh there's not necessarily one hive but there's definitely conglomerations of them that are on like the ceilings like the walls 
they're they're kind of all over in in this cavern, and you don't really see much else in there. It's it's this this hidden away section of cave. And um, whatever detail you can give me, I don't I don't know how much I'm able to see. So like I'm wondering is when you say the hives are all over the place, like um, so like literally all over the place, are they centralized in one area? Um, they're scattered about. Like it's not like the whole cavern is like a, a giant beehive, and it, but it's also not to where there there's just one singular giant hive there. Like there's groupings of bees that are scattered, and there's probably like five or six different uh, large groups of them. Um, are you still down to to roll with me right now, or do you need to go to someone else? Uh, it, it would, let's say it depends. What do you want to do? Oh shit! Um, I'm thinking <laughs> of of turning back into myself and seeing if I can communicate with a bee. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> so All if right, you need so to you... pause for that, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, we'll probably pause for that. Um. Wow. All right. So <laughs> next, <laughs> next, I think we're going to John. And I think, John, you wanted to go talk to some of the guard that don't include Shamira. Fetral, you just saw wander off and find the group of these guys that are led by Durden. And he ended up talking to Durden for a bit. So did you want to, like, tag along with that, John? Did you want to find some other guys that aren't necessarily, uh, some, like... Some other, some other uh, some of the, you know, other guys. Some, like, the rank and file? Yep. Okay, um, so I think here's what happens here, is that you're wandering around, and you try to get a couple of the guards' attention. Uh, and for the most part, they, they kind of ignore you. Like I said, like a lot of the people in this town are really suspicious of the guy of you guys showing up. Like, Gudarden says you're okay, so nobody is outright hostile to you. However, it's still, um, they're very cold and like you might get a curt nod or something, but nobody's really willing to stop for it and, and talk to you uh, and answer questions because they, they got shit to do. But once you do this for a while, you get approached by um, somebody you do recognize. And it is the Drow Ranger who was in the initial group uh, that you... Uh, that found you guys in the cavern with the hook horse. And he is so low and ends up approaching you. His name is Ilzen, which you, you've learned previously. And he comes up and says, um, Hey, it's, it's John, right? Yeah. Ilzen, right? Yeah, yeah, that's me. You've been, I know you've been seems like you've been asking around like look a lot of these guys they uh they don't really trust you like i mean who can blame them right you came in kind of out of nowhere you come from the temple that's forbidden that we're never supposed to go into you come right around the time our leader disappears like there's a lot of suspicious shit yeah so it kind of makes sense but like what man let's be let's let's shoot straight here like you're a, shit, you're a straight shooter, right? I'm a straight shooter. I think you're you're a straight shooter, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I can understand. Fantastic. So, like, what's 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 going on, man? What are you what are you what are you getting at here? All right, bear with me. 
Son of a bitch. Drop down and do a push-ups <laughs> in front of him. And I ask him, were you there for the bee guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like imagining this scene of just like in, in the middle of a conversation, John just starts doing push-ups. Fantastic. Wow. Um, you were there for the bee guy, right? Okay. I need to ask you first. John, I need to ask you first. What, what is, what's the goal of doing the push-ups here? What's oh, absolutely, absolutely nothing. I wanted to come in and be a jackass and leave really quick because we needed to get going. <laughs> okay. Um, the jackass thing might be working. Cool. Um, so Ilzen looks at you and says, you know, you, you, you guys have pretty much seen it all. Like, he shows up. Uh, I didn't up. ask about the B. I asked if you were there, man. I've been here pretty much every time. Uh, yeah, ki- ever- kind of weird, isn't he? Kind of weird. What, 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 what are you implying there, John? And I go to handspring away, and I hit roll a nine. Uh, nine doesn't do it, and you kind of fumble, and, and, and stumble around, he kind of laughs a bit. Fair and he just says, like, I, I, you you implying I have something to deal with it? Because, I mean, if anybody's suspicious, like I said, uh, as I said, you guys kind of showing up out of nowhere seems a little bit <clears throat> out of the ordinary, especially showing up with that jackass, F- what's his name, Fetral? Like, you know. Watch your mouth about him. I, I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't like that guy. All right, all right, fair, fair point, fair point. You seem like you seem all right, but 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 but, but nah, I, I know his type. I, nah, I don't like Understand- that guy either. <laughs> Understandable. And I walk away. All right, cool. That was <laughs> that was helpful. All <laughs> right, um, and then we have Mosher, and Mosher, you've gone to try to find some sort of potions or something that would be helpful for combat. So you ask around a little bit and like you, you make your rounds and you go by like, uh, you know, a market stall that kind of gives out some fresh food stuffs and you talk to the blacksmith and everybody seems to point you in the same direction. And they point you of going in the direction of this guy called Klaukum. And he's a gnome. And you know that his name is Klaukum. You know that he's a gnome. You know that he makes all sorts of things. And he is the guy that you should talk to if you're looking for something just out of the ordinary. And so you end up finding out kind of where he's set up shop. And he's got a little hut on the outskirts of skirts of town uh, that you walk up to. And on the surface, it doesn't appear to be very much different than any of the other kind of like little houses that people have set up uh, in town. Um, but you have been assured that this is the right place. You go up, you don't see any activity outside, the door is closed. Mm. Um, I, I'd like to cast Detect Thoughts to see if I can tell if he's uh, awake. Or, um, um, all right. Um, like, how does Detect Thoughts work? I'd have to like that's an interesting. Uh, Hang on. Let me read it. Uh, so for the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast the spell, and as your action. Oh, sorry. 
uh, well, that's a weird sentence. When you cast the spell and as your action on each turn, the on wait what on each turn until the spell ends, you can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see. Oh, I guess if I can't see them, then that won't work. Within thirty feet of you. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower, or doesn't speak any language, the creature's unaffected. Yeah, uh, you, you can't see him, so that's isn't, it's not going to work. There is a thing, though, that um, there was something about invisibility that I'm wondering if... I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i just going to say this doesn't work here, because you, you, don't, you don't even know if he's actually in this house or not. But, yeah, uh, fair enough. Uh, okay. Um, uh, um, I guess I'll 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 speak um, somewhat softly but audibly uh, and and just say uh, Clockum, uh and uh, see if if I get any type of response. Uh, you don't at first. Yeah, yeah. You you say that and you know softly, nothing happens. Okay. Um. And this is, it's because we're, so what time of day is it currently? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a fun DM hint here and say, you could just like knock on his door. Ah, these (laughs) (laughs) human interactions. (laughs) Humanoids. Uh Is this a thing? Uh, Okay. Uh, Wow. Thanks for the tip. I will, I will knock, knock on the door. Cool. Um, so that works. <laughs> so, uh, it, you don't have to wait very long. It's about 20 seconds later that uh, the door opens up, and before you, you see this little gnome dude. And it, it's interesting because, I mean, you don't know, like, a, a shit ton. Well, I'll say you don't know a shit ton. However, make a, a history roll for me, just because I want everybody to roll something here. Mm. It seems like more of a game. I like it. Uh, okay, coming at you. That's uh, a three. Yeah, you don't know shit about races that live in the Underdark. Uh, However, you do know that you've seen a couple of gnomes down here that are kind of like darker skin, like gray hair, like big eyes, and like you, you kind of have gotten the picture that these are like deep gnomes and they live down here. He doesn't look like that. He lives like more. He looks like more of a gnome that like you would find on the surface, uh, where he's less gray. Uh, in general, um, but yeah, he looks a little different. And he opens the door, and he is wearing this, you know, n- not large, but large for him, like a leather apron with a bunch of pockets in it. And he's got like all these little tools, like stuck into all these pockets everywhere, and like all kinds of pliers and screwdrivers and things like that. And he's wearing this set of glasses that, like, each eye has like four different lenses on it that he like has in all sorts of different places, like almost like a, a set of magnifying glasses. And he opens the door and looks like straight up at your, your knees. And then like, looks slowly upward and sees you and says, can I help you? Um, hello. Uh, welcome. My, my name is Mosher. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, uh, the, the folk here have, have informed me that uh, you're a person that uh, has many, many items um, or can make special, special items. Um, and I, I'm curious if you could uh, tell me a little bit more about what types of 
items you're able to make. I, I may be interested in uh, uh, purchasing uh, some of these items from you. And when you say that, he looks like there's almost a gleam in his eye and like a smile slowly spreads across his face. And he just says, you want me to you want me to make something for you? Like. Like something, something actually interesting, and it's not like a lever on a gate or like a like somebody's crossbow needs your like you want me to you want me to make something for you? Yes, I I, w- I would love that that opportunity. And he and he he just like he smiles really big, and he just says, "Oh, come in, come in, come in. You take a seat, take a seat." And he and he clears away like a bunch of papers on top of a desk and, and like he, he tries to pull out like a stool next next to it uh, that's way too small and then he looks at the stool and looks at you and looks at the stool and looks at you again and it's just like ah damn um, and then just like takes his arm and sweeps this entire pile of papers and like bits and bobs he has in this desk and just like gestures to the desk it's like sit down sit down sit down now now son I gosh dragonborn I haven't seen one of you in <clears throat> ages you say you say you're looking for something to like. What what do you want? What are you looking for? Well, uh, first, thank you, thank you for your hospitality. I appreciate uh, you letting me into your home. Um, you know, I uh, I'm part. You know, I was potentially interested in some types of of potion um, or uh, arcane items. I seem to have developed these new magical abilities uh that i'm i'm trying to to learn about um and uh so you know uh there may be an item um that i i don't know of yet um i mean what uh what's your specialty what kind of items are you most interested in or do you uh like making the most he says, well, I, I tinker, right? I tinker with a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, clockwork gizmos and, like, steam-powered automatons. Back in the day, oh, man, could I make an automaton? Good. But, you know, here, my, I want to say my talents are wasted. Like, you didn't hear me say that. I know the work we do here is important and everything, but, God, I, I long for the days, you know, when I could just, like, put together something real special and I've commissioned work for all sorts of people, you know, like princes and all. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but for real though, I could do, I could do a little bit of everything. Now I, I tell you what magic's not my specialty. Like I can definitely make things that are enchanted. Like I got a little bit of the spark in me, if you know what I mean. But, but for the most part, it's, it's just engineering and physics and like I put things together and that just work. And, and, I mean, sure, I could. I I know how to brew a potion or two. It's it's not exciting. It's like oh, you know, you you want an ale or something to go with your dinner, or you want a potion that'll heal the bruise on your hip that you got from playing the racquetball too hard. Yeah, I can do that. But 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 what I really want to do is make something exciting again. You know, like you you hear you hear me. I, I think I do. Uh, so you're more uh, engineering. Okay, so um, we're thinking tools or or items, uh, mechanical, that might, might be able to do things that 
normal items you'd find in in a shop uh or you, you wouldn't find normally in a shop am i am i understanding your craft a little better he says yeah you absolutely do hell yeah man you use the word items a lot which is kind of weird but other than that yeah you you get me you get me entirely <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, this character so much. Did, did I tell you I, I I have this crutch of uh of oh. convenient convenient uh memory loss that I use frequently? Uh, and it and his face kind of falls a little bit. And he says, "Oh, oh, oh, son, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to make fun of you. Or, uh, you, you I, I, I didn't I didn't mean to make fun. Oh of you. no, oh no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. Uh." I just, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a little uh, forgetful at times, um, and I'm in this new world, uh, you know. Um, I, h- how about this? You know, we've, I've had uh, instances where, you know, things call to me and and uh, things, ha- you know, come into being that um, are useful that I may not know. What do you say? Uh, what about you you make something that that youth would be really interested in that you think might uh might be able to do one of these fantastical things that you were talking about in the in the old days well yeah what do you what, <laughs> what, do, what, what do you need to do my man what do you, what are you what are you looking for like you, you just want anything you, uh, you want something specific you know uh how about uh would you mind if I if I just took a moment uh, and and sat here and thought for for a little bit um, and see if perhaps um, I could think of something that might be oh useful. sure make yourself at home I'll put on a pot of tea how's that you like tea awesome yeah I have some uh, some rations here would you be interested in any any rations probably you know? not honestly but you know what tea tea's I'll good I'll take the tea I would I would love some tea thank you. Fantastic. All right. Um, so we'll cross there. Yeah, all right. Let's come back. I I mean, I have no idea what items are in D and I thought I was thinking like potions and we went like mechanical. So let me, uh, yeah, let me work with this. I just, I'm not super creative. So give me a little time. Maybe we'll take a circle back and then. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, as an aside, uh, this guy is an artificer. Like he can make, all sorts of mechanical gizmos and gadgets. Like he could, like given enough time, he could probably put together things that do like a lot of crazy shit. Um, so, but it's it's kind of like, what are you guys looking for, kind of thing. And so, so yeah, you, you, if you throw him an idea, he'll come up with something. But like, you know, if you want him to come up with something entirely random, he'll do it. It might be entirely useless for whatever you you want, but. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge. Okay. Uh, though before that, I want to jump back to Yaku, who is transformed back to Wood Elf form inside of a cavern with a fuck ton of bees in it. And we're gonna see what happens here because I'm really curious. Uh, Yaku, what do you what do you want to do in this here cavern? You know, I had time to think. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm unmuted. Um, I I can only do two. Changes into an animal before resting again, or what you know, uh, wild beast or whatever the yes. what's it called? Beast shape, beast wild, wild shape, I believe. Wild shape. Um, um, you know what? I'm going to, if it's okay with you, I think I'm going to stay in uh, my my gecko form, come back through the crack, and uh, come back and meet up with the group and tell them what I found before I start making 
crash decisions. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I appreciate everybody thinking these things through before they make rash decisions that they can't take back. Um, I mean, I get to have less fun, but like, it's better for you guys in general. Um, so sure. Yeah. Can you come back through the hole? Uh, you find your way back to the group. I think for the most part, John and Fetrel are done with their, with their questioning of the guard and the townsfolk. So you guys can probably meet up again. Uh, unless, you know, I think, uh, I think Moshe is still meeting with our artificer friend. So if there's something specific that you want to talk to him about before leaving, you can probably do that. But if not, you can, you can meet up with everybody else for sure. Yeah. I think, I think I'll meet up. And uh, I mean, we should probably meet up over a pint. I would imagine. Doesn't that sound great. Uh, Moshe, are you doing this or are you, are you wanting to commission something specific here from, from Clogham or our gnome friend? Um, yeah, I'd like just a little bit more uh, time with Clockham. If you guys could maybe grab a pint um, and do a little chat while I'm just uh, just a couple more more moments of of thought. All right, so yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, the rest of you guys are back together, and I'm not going to make you go through the whole like, oh, this is what I learned. You just share what the information so everybody knows what everybody else knows unless there's something specific that somebody wants to keep back, but I don't see why you would. Uh, but yeah, there you are. You're still waiting for Mosher. You you heard rumor that he went off to see some kind of gnome artificer that lives here. But, yeah. So, bees in a cave nearby. Those don't belong down here. No, and I, I wanted to do more investigation, but... Um... I was afraid I might get stuck back there by myself without my companions. One doesn't want to get stuck with bees. <laughs> Wise words from Fetrel. <laughs> but Fetrel's dead I, before bed every night. I, 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 was, considering, I was considering a, uh, a fireball to, to the hives. Um... We would need the dragonborn Rocher for that. I mean, I, I can produce flame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can produce enough of it. Be quiet, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why they pay me for. Um, um, I, I did have an idea, though. Um, I don't know if it's the only crack. We'd probably have to um, investigate a bit more, but I was thinking maybe if I turned into some sort of cave spider or giant spider, I could, I could put web all across the cracks. Um, you could, so they couldn't the come out. I mean, I could get them stuck on my, my, my net, my web. And then of course I'd eat them. My goodness. <laughs> he'd have to turn into a big spider if he's going to eat everything of uh, the bee man that's coming out. Uh, I mean, I'm very curious, like, if we told the guard about what you found, like, if we could get some help from the town on trying to, like... You mean it's as if they might have context for their own place? I mean, like, it is kind of their town. Like, if we go blow up a wall somewhere on accident with a fireball, like, I kind of want them to know... 
I surely appreciate your input as um, I'm not so good with other talking human creatures. Uh, yeah, I've met a few talking human creatures that I'm not good with, but for the most part, I'm good with them. Yes, I, I think you should. I think you should inquire. Before Fetral goes and inquires, I'd like to lean in and uh, let him know that Ilzen is not exactly in his fan club. Just to give him a heads up. Ah, uh, he's he's not in my. I'm not in his fan club either. Ooh. Some comments. Has, uh, has Santiago returned? Uh, gosh, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> say he. Um, let's say he has. I just shake I'm my fine. bag with the crystal in it and see if he comes running. I thought he was. Oh, you guys haven't made him the actual necklace with the crystal on it, have you? No, we haven't. Okay. It's like I thought he was wearing that. Um, so, yeah, he's probably been gone for a couple hours, and God, I don't know what like, the, the average land speed of a crawfish is, but he probably can't make it very far. But uh, he, he, <laughs> I, I think, Alexa, you know... He, what is the average land speed? <laughs> like a, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nobody knows. But he wanders off, and he's a he's a ends up wandering back. I think you probably have to go uh, like look outside the door for him because like there's no way that he's getting through that door by himself. Um, but you are able to collect him again. He did roll a ten on investigation. So I have <laughs> huge expectations. He comes back and just says, "Hey man, I, I don't. Oh God, oh, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, I tried to talk to like a couple of the little cave centipedes." They didn't really want to act on those guys. They were they were pretty tasty though. <laughs> um, tried to talk to a lizard that I found, but uh, <clears throat> you know, for whatever reason, man, the guys in this cave just aren't really chill. Like he did say a couple words uh, about how he he had tried to eat a couple of the bees, not really tasty. I guess like they're not a delicacy down here. Nothing really is like nothing really can eat bees because you know bees don't really live in caves but uh i know a lot of the a lot of the creatures down here I, a lot of the creatures down here aren't really if uh, they're, they're kind of afraid of them you know and they just kind of hide whenever they hear the buzzing so i haven't really found anything super duper helpful i'm sorry bro oh nothing to be sorry about that's that's wonderful i'm glad you had an adventure and i'm glad you're back sir Oh, oh, me too, man. <laughs> me too. It's glad, glad to be back. Glad, 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 glad to be back. Cool. Um, <laughs> so that interaction so interaction's over. All right. <laughs> so I think that is uh, probably going to be a good spot to stop and do our intermission here. So, yeah, everybody take 10. We'll come back. Uh, we've talked to Santiago. He wasn't really helpful. Uh, you have some information, and when we come back, I think we will get back with Mosher and see what he actually wants Clockham to come up with, or maybe he wants to confer with other people. Who knows? Ballin. All right, so, uh, yeah, you guys have discussed um, Mosher. I've given you some time to think about what you are actually wanting from our artificer friend. What are you, what are you trying to get at? Yeah, uh, I'll... Almost too much time. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> this is my list. <laughs> yeah. Um, How much time do you have? 
Well, out of character, uh, maybe uh, it, you know, since since uh, this person and I seem to have you know gotten along, uh, maybe you guys might want to like swing by, and I can introduce you and see if anyone else has any uh, creative ideas about things. Because I feel I, now I feel like this guy could make all kinds of crazy stuff that would like potentially break the game if we. Let him oh, know. oh, he can't break the game. I guarantee you that. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, if you guys have ideas, you guys can all definitely go meet with him. Uh, okay, Chris, question. Um, so, like, items in general, I guess just out of character, just so, since I'm a noob. Um, so, like, one thing that I'm, like, thinking about is, like, uh, like, alchemist supplies. I was, like, looking online. Like, first I was just looking at, like, generally, like, what their, like, name is. But then I came across something in D&D that's, like, there's, like, a it's, like, a set thing. Um, there's also, like, uh, Mason's tools. So those are both, like, kind of general items that this guy might be able to make. They're not really, like, artificer-specific. But then, the, I, you know, it looks like there's, like, all kinds of crazy, you know, other items in the D&D world that, would be beyond those like really basic things um like there's yes. yeah there there are um let me pull back the curtain a little bit and and give you a window into why i created this npc um <laughs> this guy is here uh basically as a mild deus ex kind of uh character to where like if you guys have an idea for how you want to tackle the bee guy problem and you're just like, hey, I think we could use this crazy thing. Like this guy is here as a person who can maybe help you with making some sort of contraption or device or some kind of thing that you guys come up with. Uh, he He's not necessarily here to create things that exist in the D&D versus to like, oh, I want a, you know, a belt of like artisans, whatever's like, he's not, he's not, uh, like that kind of guy but like uh, if we wanted a giant bee trap or a uh, huge piece of sticky tape yes <laughs> yeah so basically if you can come up with an idea like that and make it make sense he is the guy that could put it together like uh. like your freeze ray that you were hoping for before <laughs> right uh, freeze uh, ray might take a while chris but... you haven't been involved in that conversation and you still aren't so so okay. just okay. Stay okay. over there. <laughs> uh, okay. Over there. Uh, that's good to know. I mean, uh, would he is it would be would he be able to maybe just coincidentally make some alchemy type uh, items? Or is I mean, that out of his sure, range? Sure. If you, I mean, alchemy is more like. Like, there's a set of tools you could totally have to do it. Like, alchemy is more about the ingredients you have and putting shit together. And he just, uh, you know, he's not necessarily a guy that has, like, a ton of, like, reagents on hand that you could come to, like, combine and make a bunch of shit. Yeah, well, I um, mean, I wasn't thinking about, like, you know, doing alchemy right now. But maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might be able to make some kind of cool, convenient, you know, contraption oh, sure. that, like, would fit in my pack that I could take with me uh, for future... Sure journeys and then maybe while that's happening uh if other people want to cruise on by maybe we can chit chat with this guy and think about some type of b plan i mean this is a dude who could probably make you a clockwork b that (laughs) you could like send into the hive to infiltrate it like this this is what this guy do 
Yeah. He, he build robots, but like also, steampunky. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I got that vibe. I, I mean, it was a good description. I like, I can imagine. Although, okay, this is kind of lame. I think this is a no, but I came across this thing called like a arcane puzzle box <laughs> that looks like super random and useless, but like also really cool. Uh, um, I mean, if you if you want him to pay him to do it, like I'm sure he would be more than willing to. Okay. Uh, well, let's. I don't. I mean, I don't even know how much. Normally, the, the if he was gonna do like a regular arcane, I mean, it's not gonna be regular, but like usually it's like fifty gold pieces, which is kind of brutal. So, um, but I think I'm gonna go with the alchemist, or whatever. Should we just hop back in and uh, should I talk to him and then we can? Uh, I mean, sure. Are you gathering everybody else and being like, "Hey, I met this really cool dude from Jersey, and like, yeah, I think he's gonna help us out." Like, is that? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm still in the tent, you know, talking to the guy. But uh, you know, if anyone happens to get bored and maybe wants to swing by, uh, um, okay. So you're still in the tent talking to the guy, uh, and you guys have like at this point, you guys have kind of finished your tea, and he's just kind of sitting there staring at you, being like, "So yeah, um, like uh, I I could do some stuff, but like if you're not inspiring me, like I." I, 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 my friend, I don't know what you're looking for. That's, that's, I guess, what I'm getting at, which is the gist of the conversation. Uh, where are we going with this? Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm, uh, would you happen to, to be, you know, able to prepare any type of, um, alchemist type supplies? Uh, uh not for casting alchemy, but, uh, you know, some type of convenient, small uh combination uh, or creative ideas he says uh sure sure i guess uh i mean that's not really interesting but whatever floats your boat i guess if you're gonna you gotta pay me for it i guess i don't make a lot of gold here you you toss me 15 gold i can probably whip something up for you but uh i was hoping you i was hoping you had a challenge for me man yeah i uh you know, you're the you're the first artificer I've met. Um, but I have some friends uh, nearby. Perhaps while you're, uh, you know, gathering those the alchemy items, uh, um, would you be interested in? It would be all right if I brought some friends over, and maybe they might we might be able to think about some more creative ideas. Uh, he looks or, behind. He looks behind him to a uh, like a workbench that's like behind the stool he's sitting on, like full of like a bunch of like, you know people's weapons that he's been working on putting upgrades on and he looks at that and looks back to you and it's just like yeah yeah sure i don't get shit to do today so you bring him by you know it's a change of pace it's a change of pace for uh for old qualcomm for, uh, and and yeah let's meet um, your friends awesome thank you qualcomm i uh i you know thank you for your your patience um here's the uh the 15 gold pieces and um I'll go grab my friends, and then we'll we'll be back shortly. I you you do that. I put another pot tea on. Cool. So you, uh, Mosher goes and joins the rest of you guys and talks about the you know this you know dirty dirty looking uh, a gnome that that can make shit. Yeah, sorry guys. I'm like, you know, I'm like not super creative, and then I hit a point where I was like, okay, now I'm like overloaded with us. <laughs> well, let's uh i mean that's awesome dude are you guys open to like going over and we can like think about some creative beasts oh hell yeah let's do it all, all right awesome. 
So everybody wants to go into the tent or so everybody everybody wants to go talk to Clockham. Why not? Fantastic. All right, you guys head over. Uh probably like I feel like this all takes like 20 minutes and you go and knock on Clockham's door and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you back so soon. Cool." Uh All right. I thought it was going to be a while, but whatever. Like I said, ain't got shit on the old to-do list, so come on in. Come on in. I'll try to find some God, I guess I'll try to find some tables for everybody to sit on because you guys are all like giant. Uh, so, okay, come on. Come on in. You seem surprised that we're giant. Well, I mean, no, I, I don't really get a lot of visitors. Like, you know, I, I, I got friends and whatnot here, but like, you know, nobody really ever comes by. Like, this, this isn't like a, oh, hey, let me take some brown Betty to my neighbor type of town, you know? I, I, like, I, 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 it's not that kind of place, yeah? So are no. you are you not a retailer uh, of crafted goods? Oh, it's a Qualcomm. Um, excuse my excuse my friends' poor manners. Uh, let me let me introduce my friends here before we. <laughs> uh, so we have we have Fetrol, the uh, very charismatic bard. Uh, we've got uh, John Hammerstuff, uh, who I believe is. Uh, more uh, akin to your size. Uh, am I remembering <laughs> John? Are you gnome? Are you dwarf? No, what are you? <laughs> what is this guy? He's a human. Dwarf. Uh, no. Oh, oh, it's Solgrid. That's a no. He's a paladin. Yep. Oh, he's a dwarf paladin. Yes. Yep. Oh wow. I'm uh man. My memory. Oh, that that head injury. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've got we got John Hammer stuff. Okay. Okay. The, uh, okay. You know what? You know what? I I told you that that y- you're not going to be able to keep pushing this. So just for funsies, there, Mo share. Make make a deception check really quick. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, <laughs> to be to be fair, uh, this you know, we had talked about this being part of my backstory, and yeah, yeah. Uh, coincidentally being tied into when my magic occurred. So this isn't me just totally. You know, trying to be yeah. a jackass. I'm. Oh, oh, yeah. I, no, I know part of the backstory. <laughs> yes, I know part we were, of the back- you know. But like, thing, thing that's things that have happened since your memory loss. Like, I feel like you can't retroactively tie in. I, like. I, I mean, I have a massive head injury that I'm healing from. So I, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I thought it was a joke. No, I mean, no, it's, no, 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 that, no, that, that was, that was know, awesome. Use this, uh, <laughs> but tw- no, twenty one is uh, is great and. Clockham just says, "Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, no. Like you guys are great. You guys are great for looking after my dragon friend here. Like he's, he's good people. And like you guys are fan. <laughs> you like, thank you, thank. You. Somebody's got to look out for him, right? Like, thank you. And then anyway, continues. And then we got, we got uh, Yaku, the uh, druid. That's that's, and then uh, we have another friend, Solgrid, who's uh, who's asleep, but he's not uh, here at the moment." So forgive me here. These are my friends. Friends, Qualcomm. I want I really want to say you guys are just like dragging Sulgrid around in like a sleeping bag. Um, <laughs> oh god, what's that movie? Like, uh Bernie Weekend, Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sulgrid Sol- just will not wake the fuck up. So you guys are just like dragging him around. Okay. I um, wish I had polymorph and just turned him into some little creature. That's well, uh, this guy, Qualcomm, he's a is he a what is he's a dwarf? He's a gnome. So he no. he's, he is he, like he is this basically the smallest uh, normally sentient race of creatures. Like gnomes are tiny little folk; they're like two feet tall, like forty pounds. Like they're they're yeah. Does he got the pointy hat? Uh, he does not have a pointy hat. Uh, he he's kind of 
you know, mostly balding. He's got like a, you know, little wisps of white hair and like a little horseshoe pattern, but he's like pretty much bald on top. Like Zoloft bald? Uh, yeah, almost, almost Zoloft bald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Oh. So, uh, I'm, I apologize, uh, Fetral. Uh, you, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just wanted to make sure we had some, you know, Qualcomm was very kind in, in welcoming into his home and brewed us a pot of tea. So I just wanted to uh, go through the pleasantries before we started discussing ways to, uh, you know, potentially figure out this uh, bee problem and other such items. Ah, uh, Chris, can you put this character's name in the chat? Because I still don't understand it. Yes. Qualcomm. 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 Yep. Qualcomm. Uh Out of character, do I? Uh, do I have? I mean, do I have like a alchemist supplies now, or alchemist tools, or what's? what's oh, it's what been. I it's got? been. It's been like fifteen minutes. He's going to take a while to do that. Okay, so he'll tell me like when it's. I'm just. I'm just curious if I'm just confirming if that's the item that I'm obtaining in the game, or if this is like going to be some different uh no if that's what you wanted then yeah he could he could whip something up okay thanks it's, it's gonna it's gonna take a while clock them clock clock them clock them i will try that one more time <laughs> clock them yeah, are you familiar what? with the bee problem that the town is having uh no bee problem what what is that like nobody's told me shit like Oh, come on, what are you talking about? Like, it's, there's 200 people in this town. Like, what? Yeah, it's, I'm familiar with the bee problem. Okay, all right, hang on. I took you way too seriously for a minute there out of character, <laughs> and I was like, oh, why the hell aren't people telling Quaklum? <laughs> I got really offended on his behalf. I was like, uh -huh. why? Uh-huh. Does he know about this? Yeah, he knows. I, my friend, so what, what, what do you know about bees? Uh, you are, you appear to me, and I don't want to assume as someone who has been in the overworld, you're familiar with bees more so than maybe some of the people who are native to this area. Do you have any information that might help us in the treatment of a bee pest problem? He says, yeah, look, bees. Uh, you know, I used to like the little guys, right? Like they're the the great, uh, they're smart. They they build things. Uh, they make they make really delicious honey. Like it was not to like, okay? But but since this things happened, like they haven't attacked me directly or anything. But they've been a menace. And I know these aren't like ordinary bees. Like obviously, there's some kind of magic involved or some shit like that. But. Uh, yeah, the, the the whole thing's definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. As far as as far as something to control them, though, man, I mean, I'm no beekeeper. Uh, I, I I forget what they call those guys, like the something something like AP something whatever. I I don't keep the bees, but you know, apiary. Yeah, that that sounds right. But anyway, I, I heard that the uh, sometimes like smoke comes them down, and there's maybe maybe you could use some smoke or something, or like I guess like 
if it's a big swarm of bees, you could like, uh, I guess the problem is it can't kill them all at the same time, right? Like you can't swing a sword at a bunch of bees and take them out. You can't like shoot an arrow and, and like take out a swarm. So I guess you need something like real big and like something to something to kill them all at the same time. Like maybe some kind of like, you know, poison gas or, or maybe if you got them all one place together, like well, some kind of big, uh, I don't know if you throw a sheet over them or something and like trapped them all together and like were able to kill them at the same time. Like, I guess, I guess that'd be, that'd be your best bet. So could you make a giant flower? Uh, oh, oh, what now? <laughs> Ooh, I like it. I like it. A giant flower to to coax the bees in, so okay. that they want to pollinate it. Okay, so couple couple, couple problems with the plan here, Chief. Um, number one, start with uh, one because I'm <laughs> slow sometimes. Yeah, number one. So I make. I told your friend here, I don't know how much he conveyed to you, but I, I make, like, mechanical things. Like, I don't make... I didn't make... say it had to be made out of plant matter. It okay. needs to deceive bees. It just okay. needs to have a deception over 15. Okay, Th okay. Would this okay. be, like, a trap, maybe? Some type of contraption that would look like a flower that might... Uh, if yeah, I want... Pollen I want a, yeah, a giant Venus fly trap, but a giant Venus bee trap with some kind of pollen substance in it to trap these motherfuckers. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I also, mean, I, why am I the first one to think of this? It's been like a week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you, don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> it's news to me. I, uh, you know, we may or may not have been trying to uh, talk about this for a week. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of action. <laughs> Uh, I, um, sure. I, I, uh, okay, sure, sure. What but, kind of resources um, do you need? Is this, is this, uh, hey, uh, maybe, I mean, I think it's a good idea. I like it. Uh, do we want to maybe, uh, spitball some, some brainstorm, some, some options before we just settle in on, on one, <laughs> one thing and maybe think about, you know, what kind of ways we can work with this? What about yes. a blanket that insta freezes? Throw it over the thing, he freezes, everybody goes in and punches it real hard until it breaks. See, but Venus flytrap for bees makes a better song. I like the idea. <laughs> I really, I really can't argue with that kind of logic. Anyway, uh -huh. no, 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 no. Like, let's be real. Let's let's continue yeah. actually talking about yes. real ideas. So when when you I don't know if you guys have ever I, done I'm this like when you go camping. Bees. Um, am I muted? Nope, nope. No, you're good. Okay, cool. Have you guys ever like made uh, like a wasp or bee trap where you take like a an empty gallon of milk and you put two holes in it and they, you put a stick with a with a string attached to it with like a piece of meat down like hanging from the stick and the stick goes in between the two holes if you can follow with me and you put water at the bottom um, and they they get stuck similar to like those like those bags you can buy like at Home Depot and shit. No, oh, but this is amazing. And I totally had a feeling you had <laughs> this type of knowledge in you. This I is mean, perfect. <laughs> this is why uh, we I needed some... a druid. <laughs> so, so it basically, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's taking your flower idea, but it, it, they would go into it and, um, you know, put some stinky meat or something, or I don't know, whatever you want in there. And then 
you just have a liquid down below and they 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 can't get out they fall uh so Clockham cuts in here and is like you know what i kind of i kind of sort of tracking with what you're saying here a little bit it was hard to follow but however the home depot the, part huh, sir? The, yeah <laughs> um the the stinky meat i got the stinky meat that i can do like the giant flower with the pollen like love that idea really beautiful but <clears throat> like as you might have not noticed like there's not a lot of flowers of pollen down here so like can can make up of the ingredients for that's going to be pretty hard uh but stinky meat can absolutely do that my, the on, the only issue is that it would take like it takes time it's not like they're all going to go in at once and so i I th actually think something more along the lines of like you guys were thinking like uh, some sort of poisonous gas or if, if, if they're all back in that crack and we're able to like put fire or something in there and we can seal off the crack. There, I mean, there's any number of ways we could do that. Um, I just don't know about any other. We'd have to do a little bit more investigation. I don't know if there's more than one um, exit entry into that space. I would imagine there is, but. Yeah, so off. I um that crack is the name of Chris's autobiography. Yeah. I feel like share my secrets. I feel like the cave might have probably more more exits. I mean we I mean that seems like fairly easy that we could probably give a shot, but I mean maybe we could I, I mean what if we had like two different types of traps like one for B B group and one for you know Mr. B's wax. Like yeah, a, my my th my thinking is that if we can somehow, I mean, if these are the bees and something happens to them when this this creature shows up, like they're enchanted or something, if we can if we can fuck with them before they're enchanted, um, because I think once they're enchanted and they're out and doing their thing, I'm and I'm making an assumption there, but once they come out and do their thing, I don't know if any of these traps would be like appealing to them, you know what I mean? Like, seems like yeah. they have like different, uh, marching oh. orders, if you will. Yeah. Holy crap. Good. That's call. Smart. Well, what if we, I wonder if we could put something like in front of the crack or, you know, yeah, seal like off that. one side and then put something on the other side. Uh, I get what you're saying, but maybe not like, maybe not like a food type trap, but more of like a quick, uh, like a faster acting, like a spider web. Ooh, I'm walking in a spider web. <laughs> Leave a message and I'll call you back. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, okay. I'm not opposed to Wayne becoming a spider. No. Sorry, to Yaku becoming a spider and trying to seal off the the exit to the to the the but like I think that we should limit it to one or two exits. With that said, we need a lot more help making sure that we've covered all potential exits for the bees. We can send uh, we can send Santiago in to find uh, the the exits for us. Now, now, you know, with Santiago, what? I know he's he's along for the ride, but I don't I don't know if he's necessarily he's our like servant that we can just. Send off everywhere, <laughs> bro. I will give him endless supplies of glow. Yeah, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta ask. Hey, uh, hey, Clockham, you, you got any uh, any small circular 
trinkets that might hold a we could fasten into a necklace real quick to hold a a little crystal for our our buddy Santiago here while we're just knock that out before it's too late. He says, "Oh, sure, goddamn! You finally gave me something to work on. Sure, get th- throw, throw, <laughs> throw me the <laughs> throw, yeah, throw me the crystal. Give me five minutes. Yes, a chit. What? Oh, oh no! The the, the, the you mean the, you got this no. crystal from the cave outside, right? That's supposed to make everybody really chill and uh, relaxed. Yeah, and there. I still want to keep some of it. So, like, break off a piece to put in this necklace. Oh yeah, I want sure. the rest of it." Sure, can do. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys, that's uh, yeah. Guys, that's totally a trap. Like they they inoculate us all against that. Like they, that's a day one kind of thing. Like, uh, <laughs> and he just like and he just like you know takes a piece of the crystal in his hand has no effect on him and it's just like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the basement. Give me like five minutes. Talk amongst yourselves. Like honestly, this is kind of a lot right now. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go take some me time and work on something. I'll be right back. I'm keeping a piece of the crystal, right? Uh, yes, you're you're keeping me a piece, and he he is able to cut off a piece and goes uh, away. And you guys have some time by yourselves. Are we opposed okay. to killing the bees? No, no. I mean, because they're I, I mean, like not like they're natural the bees. Let's hear it. Um. So, I can I can wild shape um, twice uh, and would need to do a, it says short rest, but I'm an elf and can um, ideally that would be sped up. So I'm wondering, here's my thoughts. If I do go into spider form first, once, once we know the amount of, of exits and, and try to get as many as we can covered, and then do a little bit of meditation so that I can regain that that space so I can do it twice again. And um, I go into smaller form, go inside the cave. Um, there's any number of spells I can do in there to, to destroy a lot of them, I believe. And those that would um, try to exit ideally would be stuck in the webs and you guys would be waiting outside. And I'd be able to come back outside and uh, if needed, I can turn into like a, a giant spider or something and d- start doing more webs and shit. How big Going is a giant spider? Uh, about the size of an ogre. Oh, damn. damn. Christmas. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, um, um... The, the limitation there, obviously, you know, if we can get anybody else in there with me, the limitation is that, that you know, whatever spells i have I'm, I'm the only one inside that can i could just i could do i could burn them uh i can i have yeah i have other things i can do in there but anyways those are some thoughts you guys kick well, that shit around see what you got we shouldn't use one of your spell slots in my opinion maybe we can get some kind of uh fire contraption from uh clocklum if we can get it in there though yeah Oh, yeah. Well, what if we? Okay, quick question. Just because I was, uh, uh, sorry, I don't know, in character, out of character, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I was uh, incapacitated or, or not, uh, you know, fully aware during a portion of uh, our first run-in with uh, Mister Beeswax. Um, is this okay? So the bees right now, they are just in bee form, and then the bees come together and turn into this person and then when you think you've killed them they turn back into bees is that how it works we don't actually know 
So like Yeah, that's this, our working hypothesis. This okay. this dude can control the bee is what it seems like to to me is mm -hmm. that this this is just some entity that can control the bees and it happens to be appearing as made out of wax or honey. Well, and okay, what so, about this? And when we and when we did when he was wounded and left the bees kind of scattered in their own direction, um, which that's kind of, I think what leads us to believe that, you know, maybe that there's, that's why I think that there's like an enchantment going on when they're yeah, not yeah. bees. Well, what, I mean, would, I mean, we're, it's, it, I mean, I don't know how long in D and D land we've been talking for or whatever. Um, but would there be any potential benefits to um, just, you know, drawing them out or setting a trap like in the center of the city where like we know that they would go. Well, he um, appears there. But the, at that point, the, the only time that they're into the city like that, into the center of town, is when it's. I mean, I, I'm going to keep on saying enchanted, but when, yeah. when they're in, in the, and then they're enchanted. Um, I guess my only so concern so is like with the cave thing, if there's, you know, we do like this whole plan and we try and blast them in there and they just go out the back door or whatever then we've got our, all of our eggs in like the cave basket, and then we got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Right. Um, and hence the reason we'd want to scout it out first and try to see how many yeah. potential... And I, that, I mean, it might, be, it might be like obnoxious to go do that too. Well, no, I mean, maybe we can do like a, you know, plan A, plan B. Maybe we can think about like something and see and try hey, it out. Yeah. yeah. I, why don't, while we're talking, why go and... Um, scout uh as much as i can on the inside of that place where the bees are i think that's a brilliant idea yeah yep yeah take uh cool. take take the little crawdad with you for sure and Smart. when he gets back yeah, he gets yeah. a special treat we have a special treat waiting for him on his <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, well the bee guy was made like basically sort of made of honey pretty much right when we fought him uh, seemed that way, seemed, yeah. Seemed to be. So, uh, I feel like heat on him would just make him would would be uh, be the wrong way to go. I feel like if we can get something for freezing and then shattering, um, for for him, not the bees, but I don't know exactly no, how to go about doing that in terms of what an artificer gives us yeah well i mean maybe i mean if we can trap the person so that they can't turn into bees and fly away maybe we're overthinking it sounds like uh we maybe we got some pretty decent tips early on that and we're overcomplicating things uh, uh it's all possible um so <laughs> just sitting here like i i don't have to do shit i just gonna sit here and listen to you guys talk the entire thing it's great uh, so I think what I've heard is Yaku wants to go investigate and more thoroughly look into this cave situation. And I don't know. Do Maxi we have any other go ahead? What's that? What'd you say? I'm sorry. Uh, do we have any other kind of plan beyond that? Or is it just like we want to investigate the cave? Cause I don't feel like we've reached a consensus so far. 
Well, he's. Think, um, we're still trying to figure out, but Yaku wants to check out the cave to see if he can get a feel for how many exits there are that might help better inform our trap scenario. Okay. Um, but yeah, while Yaku is doing that, uh, is uh, Clockum is is he back yet, or is he still down in the area? Uh, no, in the middle of this, he kind of comes back and it's just like he's holding up this chain with a little round. Uh, bronze looking pendant on it in the middle of it there's like these little clasps that are holding this uh, section of glowing crystal and he's just like yeah you know what free a charge like call this a freebie on the house just because you guys are uh are giving me something to do again uh and, and he tosses it at whoever asked for it in the first place i think fetrol you you said something about it i did and i gave him the crystals for it yeah so he tosses it at you and you catch it, and hey, you have you have a little necklace now. Awesome, uh, Clockum. Okay, so you know you you know Mister B guy. You 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 sound like you've been around. You know for you've had some experience. You know your capabilities. Oh, you can say that again. <laughs> I mean, we you know we're we got a couple ideas. You know, one is is like a trap with uh, something to do with these bees in the cave. We think we found their spot. But, you know, imagining that, you know, they they somehow break through that and, you know, Mr. B guy comes back into town. I mean, you you got any ideas for some type of trap that could, you know, catch this guy and, uh, you know, contain him in his, you know, honey form, but also keep bees stuck in there as well? And he says... Uh... Well, I've been thinking about it a little while, and I think I, I think I got something for you. And I don't know if it's gonna kill the bees, but it it could it could help solve the problem a little bit. And like this is something that uh, you know I used to work on all the time, and I got a I got a couple extra ones laying around. Give me give me a second. And he goes, uh, and he disappears again through this little side door that goes uh, downstairs into this little basement he has. And you hear, like, rummaging sounds for a little bit. And he comes back up, and he is holding a brown leather pouch that is, you know, about the size of, like, a, you know, a, you know, gosh, I was trying to think of a size analogy here. It's like the size of a cantaloupe or something like that. It's not too big. And it, it sends together with like a gold string. And he throws it at uh, you, Mosher. And he says, oh, you, uh, you, you're some kind of saucer or something. You know something about magic. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of these things before. But I figure you can, you can find a way to... You can find a way to get him inside of one of these, and you guys can do whatever the fuck you want with him after that. Like a Pokeball. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, Mosher, yeah, Mosher, make a make an Arcana check really quick. Um, do I? Uh, can I like use my like Arcane Focus for like? Uh, uh, that's not gonna help. Or it. something. Okay. Yeah, fourteen. You you know what this is? This is a bag of holding. Like. Bag of holding. How 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 could I not know what this is? Yeah, of course. Um, these are these are really not really common. They're they're still valuable, but relatively common. So this is a bag of holding, 
He's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with these. I know you guys probably didn't have one on you there. But, uh, yeah, my, my thoughts are you, you find a way to, to, to get him to go in here and then, like, you know, sky's the limit. You can do whatever, the, you, you, can do whatever you want with him. You take him outside, let him go, like, throw him into a volcano. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, but that's, that's what I got right now. Anything else I'm going to have to spend some time working on. Bada boom, bada bing. Sounds like a... Uh... Sounds like we might have found a, a found way a solution. Get. What do you guys think? Uh, but yeah, uh, so you can write that down. He has now given you guys a bag of holding. So cool. Nice. Who's going to hold the bag of hold? You know what I mean. Uh, I'm holding the bag. I got the bag. Bag man. All bag right, man. Uh, cool. Sweets. Thank you, Clockham. I uh, appreciate don't mention it. Um, all right. Uh, you guys, uh, uh, any, what do you guys think? Where are we at? I'm in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's a cave. I'm a cave. We're all caves. caves. (laughs) I want to check out the cave, bro. Just kidding. Uh, So I think spider web for caves, if the uh, amount of exits are feasible and bag of holding for uh, B-Man. I think that's a solid plan. How do we get this guy into? Like closing off all of the exits to the cave like so that the bees can only go out one way and then just covering that with a bag of holding. Then we have a bag of holding Mm. full of bees. Mm. Um. But that is still assuming that these are normal bees that have been enchanted or controlled by Bee Monster Man, in which case we, in which case we still have Bee Monster Man attacking the town, just yeah. without bees in control, and we still need to deal with Bee Monster Man. I like well, should it. We, should we give I it like a try and then see see what happens? And and if he's still there, then we can deliberate further. I mean, the DM is going to have to decide how long it takes us to set up our trap, in which case we may or may not get it done before B-Man shows up again and enchants the bees. Uh, I'm ready to get some shit done. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm ready to get some shit done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I want to recap just to make sure that I understand what you're trying to do. Okay, so Yaku, you're going to turn into a big spider. You want to... Oh, go oh, out. I'm, I'm not doing that yet. I'm, I'm, I, I have to go small in order to get in there now. Yeah. So you want to get in there, turn into a big spider, web off the exits that you can see to this to trap the bees from getting out. But then also, somebody is going to be waiting at one of these things with a bag of holding to catch bees that escape. Yeah. So they're going to be a. And they're going to be escaping because after I'm a big spider and do my web, I'm going to do some fireball shit and try to burn some of these hives and destroy a, a decent amount of them before they start fleeing. Okay. And wait, wait, are, right. Yaku, are you wanting, were you saying you were going to do that inside the cave and then turn well, back into a thing and go out? Yeah. So originally I was thinking on the outside of the cave, but. I mean, I'm. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. That probably would take a shit ton of time for me to like go into each crack and go, you know what I mean? 
Well, is your, uh, so I, I think, is your web flammable? If you like, uh, you know, my, where, use your spider web to kind of crawl out and we lit the end and it goes like a stick of dynamite or something? <laughs> well, uh, like a not, fuse, I mean? Probably not that flammable. Um, you guys ever lit some spider no. webs on fire? There's a spider uh, web I, in the corner I could go lay right now and see it, how it, it do. They don't do it. It's, it's uh, pretty they fun. Just, they just, Please they don't just kind of dissolve. Once they get rid of black widows, they just kind of dissolve. Um, yeah, so my assumption is like like Chris said, I would have to do it from the inside. So um, I from what I understood, you were gonna go in being a little spider and then web off and then come out and be a big spider outside to catch what what escaped. But if we're gonna try to leave one hole accessible to the bees and catch them in the bag of holding. That's literally just so that we have a bag of holding full of bees and for no other reason. Like there is no reason for us to leave one, one gap in the defenses, except that if we accidentally left a gap in the defenses. Well, I mean, yeah. just to kind of, you know, think through this a little bit, uh, there, you know, they could potentially, if we don't have a gap, you know, if we have a gap in one spot and the plan goes as intended, then, you know, we could direct them to where we want them to go and then therefore trap them in the bag of holding. Uh, if we don't do that and we just shoot fire off into the cave and they fly out the back end, then we, you know, spend a whole nother night thinking about other plans. I think the idea was if you leave one open, that's how you, you know, burn the place down, have one opening, and when they open, they go into the bag of holding. And then, like Mr. Clockham said, when they're in the bag of holding, we could do whatever we want with it. We could tie it to a weight and throw it down a, you know, at the bottom of the sea or whatever, right? Is that my interpreting what we were talking about correctly? That's, that's, that's what I've been yeah. understanding. All right. Um, so uh, I, I want to get something done tonight. So if that's the plan, <laughs> if that's the plan that you guys want to do, I'm down for it. I will, I will say this. The, the plan that you guys have come up with, like it, don't have any issues with it. However, it's a plan that for the most part is going to avoid you going into combat, which is fine. However, you're going to have to make a series of like really, really decent rolls to pull all this off. So, and, and I'm going to have to meditate at one point. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm going to say is this like, if you guys are avoiding combat entirely, I'm down for that. And like totally down for a solution to this. It doesn't involve just hacking away, but you guys are going to have to make some real solid rolls to, to do all the things that you want to accomplish. But if you want to try that, Let's fucking go for it. Well, okay, here. How about, uh, are we still in with Mr. Cluckham? Yes. Okay. Uh, could, I'm going to, can I, like, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I could, like, use detect thoughts or whatever, but I guess, I mean, is, I mean, battling this guy, if we battle him, isn't he just going to turn into bees and fly away again? I thought we were avoiding, I thought we had to figure out, like, a creative way to catch him because battling wasn't going to do anything. Uh, I mean, that, that seems to be the case. Yeah. Creative way to battle. Okay. Yeah. But there might be a creative way to battle as well. Right. 
you know, I, I was thinking I this at the beginning, like the, the, to, to piggyback off Chris's thing, my plan obviously is, is very, uh, Yaku centric. Um, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. and at the very least I'm scouting right now, which is my second wild shape. So I'm at your, I'm at your mercy in terms of how long I would need to rest before I can do, um, my two wild shapes again. So I'm at least scouting right now and finding out how many cracks are in there. Okay. And, uh, if you need to do the two wild shapes, you would have to do a long rest. And for you, that would end up being... It's a, sh- it's a short rest, by the way. Oh, oh short rest. Not, okay. not, be- not because I'm elf, but but it, that's what it says. And then oh, yeah, on yeah. top of that, I'm elf. So it's okay, yeah. Short rest, then, yeah, that would take uh, an hour. Uh, Got it. Okay, how so about by the time man? I come back, we have to, I, have to at least, I have to at least meditate for an hour. Which, which I will say... Given the amount of time that's passed since the guy last showed up and the frequency that everybody in town says that he kind of comes by, you probably have enough time. Like, you're probably still at least five, six, seven hours out from him showing up again. It's not like an exact thing, but you've probably got you probably got some time in the day left. Well, okay, let me put my two cents in and I'm gonna hear what you guys say. So I'm in there. At the very least, why don't I get you know as much data as I can? And I will also put up webs on spaces where I can do so. Um, not to completely trap them, but to, you know, at least we maybe trap some and uh and or or not or, but also when we do end up having to fight the guy, if that's what the route we take, um, at least there again will be some webs up when they go back but i don't know yeah i think i, I think i should at least find out like what a little bit more about the inner landscape in there i'm yeah. on board yeah. and fetchel were you want were you were you wanting to to do the fire plan in the cave or you were you wanting to draw him out and do something different out in I, town i mean i i like bees i think they're important for like the human life cycle and so <laughs> very, very i don't so. I don't want to kill bees unnecessarily. I think that there is a monster enchanting bees. And mm. and I think that we need to kill the monster and we need to figure out what it is that's controlling these bees to attack the peoples. Um Fetral make a make a nature check for me. Okay. Is there a spell that would like disenchant or like Dispel magic or something like that. And there, there is dispel magic if everybody has that. But yes, there. That is the that is a spell you could use. I Twenty, know. not not. Hey. On my nat uh, roll, I mean. Uh, yeah, Fetral. Apparently, you know some things about natural about natural. Uh, Fetral, you know some things about nature. There is no reason that bees would be down here in the Underdark in the first place. Like, that's not how the cycle works down here. Like, there's not pollen. Like, there's not pollinators. Are you trying to tell me these aren't real bees? There's evil bees. I'm trying to tell you that there's no reason that natural bees would be in the Underdark at all for any reason. You're saying these are unnatural bees. I'm saying Nick's born? I'm saying that you strongly suspect that they're unnatural because there's no Burn reason. Burn it that, down. 
All Burn of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 okay. Let's do it. What's the plan? Yo, Claw Clum. Claw Clum. How small can I, you make a Molotov cocktail? Oh my god. Um <laughs> Chris, why don't you uh I'm I'm inside the cave. Why don't you tell me what I'm seeing? Okay, so we can we can Yaku in the middle of this has just like wandered the fuck off and turned off to okay. Um so for that then Yaku Okay, I'm gonna need you to do two checks here. First make a stealth check because we're gonna see if the bees notice you coming in. Um as an animal, I still have my normal stealth. Uh, yeah, let's, since since nothing says any differently, let's say sure. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, the bees don't have a very high perception because they're very distracted be doing bee things, I guess. Um, so yeah, you you don't get noticed coming in. What form are you in? Are you like a tiny spider? What do you What are you again? Um, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in a. Gosh, I had it up. Sorry, I just had to find the tab. <laughs> I am I am a spider, yes. Okay, you're a spider coming in. Cool. They they don't pay you any mind. Um also make an investigation check because you're you're trying to figure out, you know, kind of all the exits that it could be out of this cavern. So sure. Do that as well. Oh yeah. Nice, uh, 20 nice investigation. Save. Yeah, that was very nice save. So you roll a 20 on investigation. And you're able to crawl around pretty undetected and find, um, uh, as far as you can tell, all the entrances and exits out of this cavern. There's definitely the few that you saw on the wall coming up that uh, the bat showed you. There are a couple more around the back side to where there's kind of an offshoot of the main cavern you went down that, that curves around and seems to come into this. And there's, there's one that even... Uh, Seems it would like it would be large enough for humanoid things to fit through, but I'm gonna say there are, as far as you can tell, there are five different um, possible exit points from this cavern. Um, three of them are really tiny, and you can only fit through as like a spider or a gecko. One of them is humanoid sized. And one of them is kind of in between where, like, you know, maybe a raccoon could fit through it, but nothing like real much bigger than that. Got it. Two, two quick questions. Um, I'm wondering for the three very small ones, uh, time-wise, how long it would take uh, to put webs over them. Uh, and then the other question would be, I, I think it would be wise for, I guess this isn't a question as more of it as a statement. Um, uh, it might be wise for me to go investigate the, the man size hole, if you will, uh, at least, at least for a little bit. Okay. Um, so to your first question, how long would it take you to put webs over the small ones? Roll a roll, a, just roll a D four for me. Ah, uh, shoot. Um, uh, so let's say it would take you about two hours. Okay. I think because and in your tiny spider form, like it, you, right. it, it takes a while. So let's going to, let's say it's going to take about two hours to do that. Um, you're investigating the man sized hole. Like, what are you trying to find? Like just where it comes out or like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can anticipate if I come back and tell the group what I saw and we say that there's a, a man-sized hole that that we're, that we're going to, that's going to pique our curiosity. So might as well go and see what I can, um, see where it leads. Um, do, does it look um, man-made in any way? Does it look like it's been used? Do I see any recent tracks? Um, no, no to any of the above. I'm just going to say no off the bat. It doesn't look man-made. It's very much like a natural hole in the cave wall. As far as you can tell, uh, there's nothing that would give you any inclinations that anybody's been through here in the the foreseeable past. As far as where it goes, you can probably crawl out of it and go far enough to determine that. So, in, in describing this. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. I think ultimately, you know, unless it just goes on forever and forever, ultimately what I'm trying to figure out is um, based off of where I came into where the bees are into their little, I'll just say their room, um, does it appear that this would be an exit or entrance back into the this underground city or is it like totally going in an, in an opposite direction? Might it be going up towards any of the places we've been before? Uh it's completely in a different direction than anywhere you've been before, and it does not exit into the town. The place that it exits to is not very far away. I would say at a decent pace, it, you know, let's say it would take you half an hour to get there, probably. Like, because you'd go out of the town going this way, and this way there's a very large cavern kind of leading out of the town that's kind of a long tunnel. And there's various different offshoots for that. And when on one of these offshoots, it kind of curves around, uh, kind of back toward into this, you know, into the rock. And that is where you'd find this larger exit. And so it's not, it's not super far away. Got it. Cool. All right. I will. Um, so before you, um, I'm, I, do you, were you sealing off anything? Like the small ones? No, it's going to. It's going to take two hours, um, so I, I think I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to come back. Does Santiago like to eat bees? <laughs> <laughs> Have we asked Santiago what he thinks? Does he ever? Uh, uh... God, that, that should just be a question you guys should ask yourself in every single conversation of the game. Like, what, <laughs> think here? what? What about the crystals? I feel like the if we ever crystals. made merch, it's going to have a crawfish on the top, all like on the front and on the back. It's going to say something like, does Santiago eat bees? Yeah, that, that is the one hey, piece of merch we'll you, ever make. I dig. Chris, um, actually, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, am I able to determine um, which of the, the exits, these cracks and stuff, seem to be you know, the most used, like I would imagine bees are going to be dropping shit. They might find a dead bee or some wings or is there anything I, I might tell to determine which one's used most? Gosh. Um, that was a brilliant question. It, it seems like for the most part, uh, it's the smaller ones, like the three smallest exits. Um, I mean, you, you find disturbed and I guess they have less dust in them and seemed uh like bees don't really leave tracks or anything but you from what you can perceive yeah they it's the three small ones that they seem to be flying out of cool um i uh 
I would like to, um, I'd like to figure out, is it possible to figure out, so I'm, I'm looking from the inside, the exit, am I able to, when I come out of the cave, am I able to like figure out where those cracks are um, on the outside? Like, I think I'm gonna do the crawling in and out so that I know where the exits are and I can put the webs on the outside of them later. Uh, yeah, sure. If, if that, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, so I'm gonna do that and then head back to the group and tell them whatever information we just talked about. Uh, cool, so Yaku heads back, he relays that information. Uh, you guys have a real solid idea of what the inside of this bee cavern looks like. And I, I, mean, I didn't ask this at the time, but um, can I get a, a, a better estimate of how many hives we're talking? Um, let's, you know what? Let's say uh, this is going to fail miserably. I'm just going to roll a d10 here. It's not nine. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, I, let's let's say six. Uh, hey, Santiago. What do you yeah, think? man. What, yeah, man. What's up? What do you think about our our our, our bee problem here? He says, "Oh shit!" Like, I mean, bees aren't really my jam, dude. Like, occasionally, like. Back at the old place, uh, they they'd come down and they'd like try to get a drink of water and they'd fall in the lake or something and like I'd be able to snag one real quick. But you know, there's a trick to there's a trick to eating the bees. You know, not everybody really knows about this, right? So there's a this trick is going to be very important so a, information. Take notes. So there, there's, a, there's there's a trick to eating the bees where like you can kind of snap the head off and you can get like. You can get get that sweet sweet nectar out of the abdomen, and maybe like a little bit of pollen off the legs. You know, like you know, there's like a little snack, like it's like a piece of popcorn or something. You know, for you, right? And, and like, it's not like a full meal, but like you, you just you gotta avoid that stinger, man. You gotta just snip that off right at the beginning. But like stingers bad, wings are bad. Like you don't want the wings; those are real stringy and like me. But you get snip those off, and and they're they're a real tasty snack. Uh, but other than that. <laughs> Sorry, Kristen's message. Um, <laughs> Santiago is a very complex character. He knows all sorts of things that you'll you'll find out eventually. Yeah. Um, anyway, Fat doesn't even know what popcorn is. <laughs> that that is that is a clue to Santiago's uh, backstory. Anywho, um, he says, "Yeah, there's a." Uh, I mean, that's 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 kind of all I know. Like, uh, I, I'm really only the one crawfish. Uh, I, if you want me to eat some bees, I guess I can. But like, I can, like, I mean, gosh, for like five or six, probably fill me up. I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can I'm, be a lot of help here. No, that's that's useful. So you're saying, uh, normal bees, <laughs> you chop off the stinger. And the wings and the head. Oh my god! <laughs> Did I follow this story correctly? Yep. Okay. Yep, you did. Good to know. What, uh... I, re I really wasn't expecting you guys to use Santiago as a source of information on this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is insane. All right, guys, how are we doing this? How are we doing this? I just, okay. I just want to point out, like that. That the crawfish just told us to take the head off the bee. Mm -hmm. And if you're from the south and you know about the oh, conflict yes. about eating oh, yeah. crawfish 
and yeah. whether or not you, and, and you, you stuck out ahead. Is that a part of the clue or just a nice Easter egg that you're pointing? No, out? it's just a nice little Easter okay. egg that I'm pointing okay, okay. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's okay, the cool, What's cool. the thing with the South? I don't know the. It's It's whether or not you take the head off. Whether or not you take the head off before you suck out the filling of the crawfish, or whether you suck the head. And yes, I said the suck the head off. with a straight face. <laughs> that oh. went right over my head. <laughs> so what uh, the that is that is oh, the southern oh. thing. I would like to point out, Kristen, that I absolutely included that intentionally, and I was not expecting anybody to pick up on that. But Thank like, you. Oh, totally, yeah. Wow. Did you suck out the yeah. sweet juice? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so what do we do with that? That's uh, what do you think, Fetchel, with all this new information? Uh, do you want to go in through the cave? I think that these bees aren't natural and that they have nothing to eat down here, so we should just burn them all. But with that said, like, I don't know if this, I, I think that we should stop. I think that the the monster is controlling the bees. And I don't think that the bees are natural. So I, I don't know what to do with that information. But I am on board for trapping the bees in their little cave and burning their little cave down. Um, well, well, knowing that yeah. there's there's at least a, 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 an entrance where, you know, someone our size can fit, that changes... Uh, that changes um, how you know how how many of us can actually participate inside the cavern where the bees are, as opposed to it relying all on me. Yeah, that's a plus. And I yeah. mean, just to confirm, so mm -hmm. after we figuratively killed the guy the last time, he he turned into the bees, right? Correct. So uh, there's another possibility that maybe someone else, uh, you know. Eleanor, blah, 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 list of other female names might have some involvement here. And maybe the bees turning into Mr. B-Man, you know, is some kind of entity in itself. And if we take care of the bees, then maybe we take care of the... Because I just don't understand where, you know, if you hurt the guy and then he just poofs into bees, like like those, you either got the bees and you got the guy or the guy is the bees. Like it's it seems like there's a disconnect if like the bees are their thing and the guy's its own thing, but then you kill the guy and then he somehow wanders off and then the bees, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, we'll find out if we burn all of the uh, unnatural bees and uh, the guy doesn't show up, then he was the bees and uh, the end is that. Yes. And I think after that, as long as we have a plan for if he comes in, because even if we burn all those bees, my thinking is that will, if it doesn't stop him from showing up, it will at least bring him in a weakened state because yeah. we now know that he's not bringing in natural bees, which was, you know, he could just always go get more. But if it's mm -hmm. possibly a finite resource, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, exactly. So you guys think and close off some of the other holes and go in through the or or I guess okay so maybe we're thinking if we go in through the people size door, and they are aggressive, they're not going to try and run out the back. They're going to want to fight us. Oh, I can seal them off from the outside now. The other the small cracks. Yeah, or I mean, do we have other supplies that we could stick over it that you don't need to use your form? That would be nice. That would be nice. 
I think that we should talk to Durden and mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend and see it, whose name I can't remember. And oh see Shazam. <laughs> Shamira. Shamira. Yeah. Durden and Shamira and see if they have any resources they would be willing to commit to this project because they clearly haven't gone looking for the bees. We have information that's valid, like helpful for the town as a whole. They should help us help the town. 100%. 100%. And don't forget we have the bag of holding now too, or whatever it is. To throw yeah, in how, one more fight. How does that work again? Like, how would I do I if I put it near them? Does they get sucked into it, or do I need to draw uh, them in? So I have linked the item description in the uh, Discord chat. Yeah, I mean, I'm nothing, looking at it, but I just don't know. Nothing would get sucked into it. Like it would be like, hey, if you could lure them into this type of situation. But that was that was the idea your gnome friend had. At least the one he could pull off immediately. Um, all right, so somebody give me something that we're doing first. <laughs> Just what, what's Just what's number something. one on the agenda? <laughs> did, did this guy finish my my alchemy kit? Um, not 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 yet. Okay, I'll come. We'll come back for that later. Yeah. Okay. Chris, after I've given them all the info, I immediately went into a meditative state. All right. Um, so we can burn an hour and say you had a short rest. Cool. Okay, so we're gonna, Petrol. You want to talk to your? You want to get the town people, get some yeah. witnesses together, and then thinking about having them block off the small holes. Yeah, I wanted, I want to talk to them and see if they're willing to participate in this activity at all, since we're like trying to save their asses anyway. Like, okay, and then we're planning to go through the human-sized hole, and. Uh, Fire, <laughs> light, burn it down, burning down the house. Yep. I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get this podcast like a season desist from like, oh, I'm sure from, like audio. <laughs> yeah. If anybody ever actually listens, then yes, it'll happen. <laughs> uh, sorry, is that the plan? I mean, we're block off the ho- the holes and then light yeah, it on bolt. fire. Yeah. That's I mean, how I, I ended I my last keep it. Oh my god! <laughs> I think we need to keep it simple. Uh, uh, in in regards to this, burn burn the bees, and uh, I'm game. And something else. All right, so somebody give me a step one. What are you doing? I'm going to talk to Durden and um, Shamira and see if they're able to help us in any way and or willing to help us in any way because you know we're doing shit for them. All right, you go to Durden and Shamira, and you're able to find them, and you go up, and you're walking with uh, some sort of determination, and I think Durden uh, sees that and says, so do you, do you have some sort of plan? Yes. So we <laughs> found where the bees are coming from. Wow, okay. That's helpful. Yeah. And I don't believe these are natural bees, regardless of how they're being controlled. I don't feel like they're natural. Therefore, I don't have any reservations about burning those motherfuckers to the ground. So um, we need some help if you have any ideas about how to block off a bunch of crevices um, and cracks in 
in where in where it is that they're hiding or or maybe just like blow them all up um because we want all of the bees gone and and then we can go from there to see if that removes a power base for the monster dude who's controlling the bees um thoughts he says we We've been trying to figure out where they've been coming from for quite some time. We've tried to follow them to no avail. Have you ever met a druid? Uh, personally, no. Oh, well, uh, that guy over there, Yaku, you met him. He's a druid. So it was a trick question. But um, he found where the bees were coming from. That is... That's fantastic. As far as... As far as things to block off holes, uh, I mean, we've... Please don't say your dick. We, uh, n- no. We, we've got, I mean, we've got tools. We can collapse passages. Like, we can, we can open things given enough time. But if you're, if you're just looking to, to block off something in a hurry, uh, hmm. Well, we've... We might, we might got something that can do the trick. Good. I needed a deus ex right now. So um, we'll show you where the bees are, and, and you can see if your ideas work. Sounds like a plan. What was that word you used? A deus ex. Mm-hmm. What is translation? Deus ex machina is a, it literally translates to the god in the machine. It's like a it's like a literary cheat. It's like, hey, I used this. Like, all of the answers were in the magic box because the magic box had all the answers in it because I couldn't come up with a way to deliver them into the plot. Mm. Yeah. Have another idea with, okay. the, uh, with, with the small holes, if we can't cover them with anything, we could uh, light fires in front of them so that ideally maybe they wouldn't pass through. Very smoky fires because smoke calms down naturally. That's right. Hey, you Uh, know, I tried this smoke thing before. And it helped a little bit. (laughs) Kind of helped. You know, it wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. So, is that the plan? We smoking him out? Okay. So, just to move things along, I'm going to say what happens is. That was good. Ooh. I'm going to say what happens is Durden goes back and uh, comes back a few minutes later and he. Hands you uh, a couple of things, and they look kind of like long. Uh, got and please, please just let me do this. They look kind of like long metal rods. Um, that have <laughs> I know, I know, that have some runes carved into the side of them that are kind of glowing with this faint blue color, and one end of them kind of tapers down into a fine point. And he he brings back uh like three of these things. And he says, uh, these are, these are something we had left over from a long, long time ago when we were first, uh, doing the initial planning of this outpost. And these are, uh, these are magical charges that will, well, they're, I'll they're be quite... sure to include all of this information in the song I write about this. Can you just tell yeah. me what they do? Steven? 
they're quite explosive. And you can jam these into the side of rock, and they will, uh, after a short time, they blow up, basically. Uh, and uh, if you're looking to seal off a small patch, this will probably do the trick. Yeah, I... I was hoping that you would have like some other people who had some more like tools to come help us too. But like boomsticks are cool. Well, I mean we do, but it's it's gonna take a while. Like we can send people with you with some pickaxes and whatnot if you really wanna take some time with it. Do we wanna take uh, some time with it? You got I mean is there something that's like a more malleable uh like liquid or you know clay or something that uh, are are you are you here with fetrol there my sure are you in this conversation uh i guess i was i'm i was hoping to follow along but i didn't say that so i don't know what is your call um i mean if you want to be you can be um, but I'm going to say, if you, if you want to be, and you're saying that he's just going to look at you and say, um, sorry, we, we weren't quite prepared to deal with exactly this situation. Uh, hope you, hope you can forgive us for that. I'm sorry. We weren't prepared to deal with this exact situation. Sorry. Hi, that was Kristen. That wasn't. Okay. I was like, are you saying that in character? <laughs> <laughs> um, because he's going to punch you. Right. Well, he's gonna no. try. Oh yeah. So there's like, there's no. No one has. Like, mean, what kind of, what kind of supplies? What kind of thing would, uh, like mud or like you know water and dirt or like. God damn! I've given you guys like three explosive charges. I just feel like three explosive charges <laughs> right. is going to create a bigger problem. We're gonna no, take tiny cool. little holes in the wall that the bees come out of and make them into bigger holes that the bees come out of. You like, don't under- He's uh, he's obviously given us these tools. You know, he's given us the bag. He's given us the charges. Obviously, he's got a plan that he probably okay. wants to move along. So let's just go with it. Okay. Except Thank- that as his wife, I know he doesn't have a plan. Thank you for realizing that I've given you so many things, Carrick. Um- <laughs> just light the three boomsticks on fire, throw them into the bag of holding, and throw it in there. Like, what are we going to do? That won't work, but yeah, sure, go ahead. Well, okay, so there's three small holes that we're, we're going to put the charges in. Is that the what the implication was? Kind sir, Jura, whatever your name is. What was your name again? I apologize. Durden. Durden, Mr. Durden. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, uh, it's been. A- Should we take them with us? But we don't necessarily have to. I mean, like, do we, do we want to blow them up? I mean, like, that's. Yeah. About the implication, Durden? You put the charges in the holes? Look, man, this is this is your plan. Like, if you found where they are and there's holes to block up, like this will do the trick. Like, <clears throat> like I don't know how you guys, how much you guys know about underground engineering, but obviously it's, uh, you know, it's lacking. Limited. Limited. Yeah. Yep. I tend yeah, to get threes yeah. on most of my intelligence checks. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just for funsies, there, yeah, uh, Moshe, make an, intel- make an intelligence check right now. Let's go. Uh, if you roll a three, I'm going to be so delighted. As would I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Where I come shit. from, we call that an omen. <laughs> All right. Um, Carrick, here's the Here are the three. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yes. He, he rolled I a three. Am crying. Gosh. <sighs> um, Carrick, go ahead and, and you, you're going to take an inspiration point for that. Nice. <laughs> just, just because you were able to call that so perfectly. And so in your little, in your character sheet in the right above your proficiency bonus, there's a section that says inspiration and you can like toggle that on. And so, yeah, you have an inspiration point. And basically what that means is that you can choose to have advantage on any role in the future. Like one role, you can choose to re-roll it if you don't like the result. Uh, but yeah, you have one of those just because that was amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Um, so can, I, can I lead some of you guys into, like some of us go into the man size entrance and leave one or two of you at the small holes to put the charges in what do you guys think do you want to there's a time delay right how long do we have till they go off he says uh about about 45 seconds or so Uh, okay uh well um chris yes sir would i be able to um to figure out whether or not, like, if if we were in the cave and started a fire, and it was loud, you know, like the a boom or something like that, would would people on the other side of the cracks be able to, like, would that could that be a signal for them or or? Oh sure, yeah, you could hear that very easily. Cool. So I mean, at the very least, as soon as you guys hear the. Uh, the fire or the shit go down, one or two of you could pop those in. And even with 45 seconds, it's still going to block the crack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and no one from the town is willing to help with this. Is that the correct understanding of what's going on? I mean, people are very willing to help. It just depends on like, what, what you guys are wanting help with. Let me like, like put in the charges in the hole. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of people that could do that. Like if you if you guys would all rather be elsewhere, like yeah, you can get a couple of volunteers. We uh, there's, yeah, there's any elves that like to stick rods in holes. Uh, I know a few. I had to. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, we can do it. We can split up. I'm just, I feel like maybe it might be better if we're, you know, we stick together, uh, for like in case things pop off. But I mean, I'm down for whatever. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, you you guys have the help with that if you want it. So, sounds like it's a free hand that we just got. So, yeah, cool with that. Yep, I, I, would... I, I keep giving you guys shit. So, I appreciate it. <laughs> this DM wants to get shit done. That's you're, why. you're a good man. <laughs> you're a good man. I try. Yeah, okay. right. do you guys. I mean, just I guess one last question. Well, not one last question, I'm sure, with us, but um, do we want them to? wait for our signal or do we have them like at a set time they do their shit and then on that that settles it for us that way we know it's sealed 
and then we can do the fires. Seal then fire. Perfect. Anybody else? Are we? Are we? I forget. Are we wanting to like use the smoke to put any effect on them and then burn them or do something, or do we just want to light it down and? I mean, smoke calms the bees. So if we go in and start a fire, the bees aren't going to freak out. Hopefully. Well, I'm like I'm going to set like a fire right on their shit. Yeah, these are unnatural bees. I don't know if smoke has the same effect. Again, they do go right to the dude. And it was a, it was a another uh, a little tip, tipsy doodle nugget that uh, dear GM gave us, reminded us of us earlier. Just, I mean, could be wrong, but it, yeah, you know, he did mention it, so I feel like that probably has. Oh, it did. Well, it calmed them a little bit last time, briefly. Yeah. Well, they and with that, that, okay. What what are the pegs in the holes going to do? Like they go boom. Are they going to make those holes bigger and the bees come out angry, or are they going to absolutely collapse those holes? In which okay. case, we haven't We've closed. We've been told they'll space. collapse them. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a tool that will work here. I'm not going to give you this random shit that's actually going to make your problem worse. And then I'm, I'm going to put tail on it, okay? Like, I'm scared. Well, well no, the idea is it's going to block the exits, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does anybody else have, um, like, I have, like, Flaming Spear, and then I have a um, Create Bonfire uh, cantrip. So I can at least do do two types of fire. Ma- Anybody else have fire magic? Or? Yeah, I got fire stuff. And hey, guess what? I got I got seven candles. <laughs> <laughs> They're slightly more burned than they were previously. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got seven Bro, we candles. Just, we could have just melted those. We could have just melted those and put the wax. Oh, right. In oh, the wax. Fine. <laughs> Dead. Oh, um, okay. Who's the <laughs> dragonborn? That's, That's me. Yeah. So yeah, I can bring oh, shit down. I can light cool. light stuff on fire. Excellent. Down. I think between the two of us and anything else, I think I think we should. I'm not saying we can. It'll be successful, but we can at least put some fires up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down. Okay, so we're, sure. we're we're blocking off the hole. We're heading to the human entrance. Wasn't there a fo- another hole though? Do we need to worry about that before it's too late? There, yeah, there was small. one. There's there. one badger size. So. Um, maybe when we get inside, I'll uh, point it out to you, and where, we can we can block it off from the inside. Where where is it in relation to the bees? Like, imagine we're standing at the entrance of the human sized hole. Where where is the other hole? And are there bees in between it? You know, in front of it, or is it beyond? Chris? You know, before the bees. Uh, I I mean, you have a you have a big old cavern. Um, not not gigantic. You have a large, a sizable cavern with a bunch of bees in it, and then you have five exits from said cavern. Um, like, there, there, the bees are scattered around, kind of all over the place. There's no like singular cluster where they all are. So if we in were to go of, into... in terms of that other that other hole, though, since I've already been in there, if we come in the the hum- when we come in the human entrance. If I go straight over to that other exit to seal it off, when you know, we'll decide on that in a second. How, like, we're we're wondering where that is in location to to that that entrance. 
Um, I mean, not not horribly far away. Like this isn't this cavern isn't very large, so like you you could reasonably get there. And gosh, I don't know. Um, I mean, definitely less than a minute. Probably you could you could probably run there pretty quick. Ah, uh, so Ooh. we okay. So we smoke them out. We blow, we smoke them out. I'll use pass all. without trace. Then we while they're all chill. Then we make the sound to blow up the ba- the exit holes and then burn it down. Is that where we're at? I think uh, we want to give them a time to do the um to do the charges. Yeah, I'd say blow up smoke at the same time, like just light the fuses for the charges, then hit the smoke so that the smoke gets time to build up. Charges go off. Bees get pissed. Take care of bees. They're in the smoke. Fire on. Man, I how are we doing f- the smoke? I need a flow chart for all this. Uh, how are we doing the smoke, by the way? Uh, that's a good question. Well, um, I, I heard someone say smoke. I don't know if you guys were adding that. I think we should just blow it and burn it. Yeah, unless there's a real easy way to do the smoke, I agree. Uh, I mean, I think we all have like, like there will be smoke bro. from the fire we're making. Yeah, so, like straight up smoke. Yeah, no. I, okay. I guess I'm just worried that if we light the fire and they're alert and they fly out before all the bees get stuck in the fire, then... No, that's that's why the charges are going off first. Yeah, so but I mean, we're going to have a large human-sized hole that we're standing in. Ah, but see, I'm turning into a spider and I'm going to freaking... I'm going to... Ooh, then that traps us in there, though. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just I'm wondering. Yeah, if, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's good. If we uh, if we use the smoke to make, make them all chill and not really realize what's going on, and then they'll have less of a chance to like dip out or even any of them dip out. Right? I don't know. I'm not, I don't have a lot of bee experience, so. Uh, here's an idea. Um, at some point in the cave, the the entrance that we walk through. I can create a bonfire in there, um, and I'd safe to assume there would be some smoke, but we can do that before we enter, so that at least that that area is getting covered. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, can we just have Fetrol, uh, you know, grind down some of that that crystal to sprinkle on top and <laughs> get all these bills bees real chill. I'm <laughs> really good at crystal crystal on top of the. <laughs> Uh, I mean that is a possibility. I'm not going to say how good of a possibility it is, but it is. It is one. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm cool with whatever. I mean, I got the fire. You guys, what do you guys think? We I mean, we've got to start. Uh, mainly, I guess. Yeah, what do you let's think just do this shit. Like, yeah. let's do the thing. Blow it, burn it, fight it. Let's do it. All right. So, um, real quick, because we're we're almost out of time. Um, I need somebody oh, no. to give me. I need somebody to give me a. What is the first action we're doing? First one. Blow well, the charges, have, right? We need to have the charges set at a certain time, and that needs to give us enough time to be like ready for us to um, react as soon as we hear it. All right, cool. So you guys are all getting in position. Like, uh, yeah, you you have been able to plan this. Like, you got everybody on board. You got your volunteers. You've gone there. You're at the cavern. You, uh, 
um, are able to give the chargers to your volunteers that you want to blow. Um, and you guys are all ready. So I'm going to roll. Uh, my staff allows me to use um, an action to cast uh, pass without trace without using uh, any charges. Sure. Sweet. Go for it. Um, pass without trace. Everybody has plus 10 stealth. Awesome. I'm going to roll just for kicks and giggles on your three volunteers that you have to make sure they don't get mm. like a really fucked up dexterity roll and don't blow themselves up. All right. They're all fine. So your three volunteers have planted the charges in there and like, pow, pow, pow. And I'll add sound of sound effects later in post probably. Um, but you hear three explosions and you, you feel the, the ground shake a little bit and where we are. I don't know where you guys are positioned right now. Um, like, are you guys all at like this larger entrance? Or are you guys going inside the cavern? We're supposed to be at the human size hall, right? Yeah, you're at the you're at there. Are you outside or are you going inside the, the cavern with the bees though? In, inside. Inside. Wait, did, all right. Did so we you're... block off the other hole? Was that part of the steps? Um that's that's not... what I I mean I'm I'm that's my um when I'm in there, I'm gonna head straight over to that other hole. Okay. So you but guys are all in there. Already. So I yes. am inside. So pass without trace is active. You guys have plus ten to self. Just because this worked out so well the last time, everybody roll stealth. Make sure you don't get a natural. I'm still outside. May, okay, everybody who's inside, roll stealth. Don't get a nat one, and you're fine. All right, seventeen. Yeah, eight, sixteen. Cool. I'm outside. You're outside with Fetral. Awesome. Yep. So the two of you who are inside, you're totally fine. Are you like you? You hear these explosions going off. One, two, three. Are you going off to try to deal with this other exit? Uh, no, I'm going to do fires before the exit. Okay, you're doing fire. What are you casting? What are you? What are you casting? What are you doing? All right, so I am going to do my um, first. I'm going to do the create bonfire. Uh, let me pull that up. Create bonfire. All right. That's a cantrip I'm not even familiar with. You create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within range. So this well ends bonfire at five foot cube. Uh, a creature in bonfire space, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do that one on, you said there was some on the ground when I was first in there. Um, and then after my cantrip, I have a spell. Uh, okay. So you, you do that and you're, you're, you're just trying to create more smoke, right? Um, no, the bonfire I'm putting directly on one of the hives. Okay, you're putting that up on one of the hives. Okay. Uh, and then what is the spell you're doing? I will pull that up for you now. All right, so you're doing uh, Flaming Sphere. All right. 2d6 fire damage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Here's how I want to do this, since there's a bunch of bees. Can I just confirm? So we didn't yeah. block off the other hole, and we've blown up the back holes. Yes, you've blown up the back holes. The three, the smaller I'm holes. I'm standing are in front of the hole. You're and as standing as, there. As soon as my fire goes, okay. I'm going to go into a spider, and I will put, I'll put a web over that, and then I'll fight as a spider. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and we're, am, am I? I mean, am, am, do these bees seem to have reacted to the explosions that went off? Okay. Before? So there's a there's a lot of things happening at the same time. So here's what I'm going to do, as 
Soon as the explosions go off, you guys are inside. There's chaos. Um, Yaku, you can create you can create the um bonfire thing. You create the bonfire. And since there's so much chaos in there, the bu- the bees start buzzing everywhere as soon as these explosions go off and like they start going crazy. And like some of them are stunned by the amount of uh just sheer noise that is in this cavern. Also, everybody that's in this cavern make a constitution saving throw because three explosions just went off in here. And doesn't homeboy get his uh, fire spell off as well when I'm doing mine? Um, Who's in there with me? Uh, we, got, right. we, we have to like take turns, although we didn't roll for like initiative, but we kind of... Well, not yet, because you guys are going to get a surprise round. So, uh, What are we rolling? Constitution? Constitution save. Okay, yeah, you guys are both fine. You guys are both, um, you hear ringing, but you are not deafened. You are saving against being deafened here. Um, and both of you are good. So you hear the explosions go off. You set off the bonfire. And Yaku, you are going to be moving to create the flaming sphere, which you also are able to do. And you're able to conjure that real quick. Roll a. D100 for me. All right. So that is a percentage 51%. Or let's just say half of the bees are just like taken care of. Um, Like between the smoke that's knocking them out and like burning sphere that's, uh, that's already like, you know, taking its place in there. Like half the bees that were in this cabin are already like either knocked out or dead. Um, And so you have about half of them left. You've created the burning sphere, and just because I'm giving everybody a surprise round, um, also, <laughs> most shares casting the breath I'm, weapon. I'm not, sorry, my, I was trying to look at my info. Oh, okay. Are sorry. are you are you casting that or not? Not yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, okay. So if you're not <laughs> if you're not doing that yet, you everybody need to do fire or something, bro. At the same time that I did. Remember that was our plan. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll do it. Okay, so you're doing that right now. Uh, we're doing that now. I, I'm not going to have you roll damage for it, just because we're doing this in a really fucked up kind of way. So, also, most share, roll a d100 for me. All night. All right, so, of the bees that are left, you you take out, like, 50-60% of these things. So, of the original number of bees, like, you guys rush in, you blow the holes, you throw fire everywhere... And, like, about 75% of the bees that were in this cavern are just dead. And the rest of them, and by the rest of them, there are still, like, at least several hundred bees are going to start coalescing. And everybody's going to roll initiative. So let's get some initiative going. Yeah! We should have smoked him out first, guys. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. But, but absolutely a quarter of the bees are... All right, so for Daniel, that's a nine. For Wayne, it's a 17. For Kristen, that's a 22. Well, okay, and- I mean, how long of a travel was it to get inside the cave? I mean, if people are outside, oh, they're just like not inside the, the yeah, room. Yeah, they're not inside the room. So, and for Carrick, that's a 19. So that initiative, we're going to keep there. And. That is where we're going to end for tonight because I don't have the time to run this combat. So <laughs> we're gonna Very we're gonna fun. 
we're going to save that order and very next game we're going to pick up in that order uh, run the combat with the rest of these bees and see how that goes and we'll go from there Thank you.